The podcast which you are about to hear is politically incorrect and offensive. The opinions expressed by the three assholes recording it are done so solely for comedy purposes. Listener discretion is advised. This is the Whiskey Reel. Four and three and two and one. No reason, no conscience, no understanding, and even the most rudimentary sense of good or evil. If what you say is true, the Shaolin and the Wu-Tang could be dangerous. Your mother sucks big fucking elephant dicks. Got that? Come on now, dog. You know I give you the mad, fat, super fly, stupid, dope, dumbass, retarded, bomb shit props? Take a big step back and literally fuck your own face! You brought it, my friend. Well, thank you. It is the holiday sometimes. It's not every week that... Sean Moriarty comes in with a whiskey that uh, Sean's been dialing up fireballs um, and lightning bolts since. Dude, his, I had a lot to make up for. So, <laughs> yeah, he's had he had so many fucking stumbles in the blocks that he had a lot of. Well, it's a bigger improvement over the week he brought fireball. Well, I never <laughs> brought fireball. Oh, uh, all right, I see what you're doing. You're uh, trying get to get a rise out of get me. It? All right, <laughs> wow, we don't it need to. We're gonna get it, into that later. Literally I, I didn't take whole, but I, one comment. I blew my whole rage wad, so that was it. That's all you could get out of me. I blew my whole rage wad. Rage wad. I know. I'm rage gonna... wad by my boy Foreskin. <laughs> Available at Tower Records. The only one left in LA. And I feel like you it. should live on uh, no, Xanax and CBD. Yeah, you know, just calm, yeah. calm, dude. I chug that shit. I work for a CBD company Irish who gives rage. me free shit, and I chug it, and, and I you're still get still mad. a nightmare. Yeah. Do you want to give them a shout out? Yeah, forty three CBD solutions. I have um, their salve on the table. It's the only thing that has fixed cracks in my hand from bartending. Right, uh, no lotion, no nothing. Yeah, that shit for whatever reason is like insta heal on bartending hands. They just released a brand new fucking salve. It's a thousand milligrams total, and it's also a, it's like icy hot too. It's got camphor and eucalyptus. No, I don't want that shit on in cuts. It. No, you don't want that That's on cuts. Muscles. But the next time you pull a muscle, when muscles. you and Bobby are wrestling around, uh, I pull working muscle out. almost every day. Yeah, good, good. <laughs> I know I have something to look forward to. <laughs> That's running out of his house as his girlfriend throws shoes at him. That's yeah. usually that yeah. he pulls a hammy. <laughs> your girlfriend get angry at you often? 43CBD.com <laughs> has the solution for you. You start slipping some shit in her coffee. That's what's up. Yeah. That's well, if you up. give her like 100 milligrams, I'm pretty sure she'll just go to sleep. Um, and then I'll put make a fake yeah. label that on the back says, when you wake up from your sleep, you may know, have a sore butthole. So she thinks it's just we, a side effect. We had yeah. a fun time at a local watering hole that her radio station was sponsoring. And I was a judge at it in Durant go in downtown we had a like a little cocktail competition super fun had a great time i ended up asking bobby if i can kind of crash at their bungalow on their property because i didn't want to drive home obvious reasons we walk back the walk back i'm probably going to say is 1.75 miles something like that um his girlfriend walked 18 miles <laughs> she hit every curb side to side that she possibly could she tried to well, she tried to knock on a door and ask for somebody who hadn't lived there in 12 years she obviously remembers um, her training you have was, to run serpentine so that they can't yeah. the snipers can't uh, okay. get you. I, uh, I reminded her of, of like going to no the clue. door no yeah. clue no clue she no was clue. like are you shitting me and nope. I'm like nope, no that happened she's like well that girl hasn't lived there in like 10 years I'm yeah. like 
Um, yeah, that's what they told you. And then, <laughs> so after that walk home, Bobby and I uh, were drinking. She was trying to account for enemy fire. Exactly. Some yes. sort of drone strike Run could serpentine. have happened. Yeah, for sure. She was maintaining a serpentine two by two cover formation uh, yeah. <laughs> all the way back that's home. That's some special forces shit, babe. Yeah. Well, luckily, Bobby and I then went back to his house. She fell down and we drank seltzer and cried watching The Mandalorian. So that's <laughs> Ooh, basically what The happened. Mandalorian. Uh, I think I'm only through the Bill Burr episode. I haven't seen uh, yeah, two after that. We definitely or? can't talk about it because this last yeah, episode well, tore our souls out of our bodies. We'll take I'm going to tell on the you on that. For a week. Now. All right. <laughs> it's pretty good. Welcome back to The Real, The Real, The Real, The Real. This is the holiday edition. It's, uh, it's a lovely time of the year. It's cold as balls outside. Yeah. And uh, we're dealing with it in Durango. Wherever you are, I hope you are doing well and avoiding uh, natural disasters and not freezing to death and not dying in a snow maze. I hope all that is happening for you. <laughs> That's what immediately but your head goes in Christmas. You're like, shining. don't end up uh, at the don't Overlook die Hotel. Like, don't die like Torrance did. That's my <laughs> mantra in my life. So, um, and I don't, it's not going to work. So <laughs> welcome back to the real. This is our last broadcast or episode, I should say, before we uh, get into the new year. We are going to be taking next week off. So yes. don't get mad at us. But this episode is a very special episode because not only is it the holidays and we'll talk about that, but we are going to delve deep into one of our craziest subjects. Um, and that subject I'll let you know beforehand is the Star Wars Pantheon and a nine-part series, the Skywalker series. The Skywalker okay. saga. The now, saga, yeah. What we are going to do is we're going to tell you where we're going to start it. We're going to do a non-spoiler section of it. And guys, it's not going to last long. <laughs> and then we will <laughs> definitively tell you when we're going to start talking about the movie. And if you have not watched it, I'm sorry, but we are so full of piss and vinegar that we're going to say spoilers. And it's going to be a very long part of and the And you all have podcast. a whole extra week to go see this movie yes. like everybody else on the goddamn planet so that you can listen to it next week, uh, that part of it next week in lieu of our other episodes. And by the time we get back to uh, doing the cast, which is going to be two weeks from when you're listening, to it, we are not going to announce spoilers because that's not how we roll. We're just going to launch in. If somebody has something to say about the movie, we're just going to say it. Yeah. So be warned. Go do your gerb and go fucking watch the movie. Do your gerb. Do your gerb. Um, my name is one Mr. Aaron Antonio Branderas from the Whoville Branderases. <laughs> To my left is uh, Seanith Moriartyas. Of the Bedford Falls Mortias. Of the Mortiases. <laughs> to my right is Mr. Van Noyes, the Hi. Lothario of Durango. No. Mr. Bobbeth what from the Tallahassee. Ho- what holiday Van town Noises. is he? Oh, I thought he's supposed to be from a Tallahassee holiday town, Tallahassee is all, Christmas all year. We are. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you guys... I'm actually originally from Bethlehem. Uh, are you so, really? No. Are you fond of myrrh? <laughs> I was raised in a stable. <laughs> and oh, he's not talking so about a, a, a pimp's bordello. Yeah. It's yeah. a different, it's a real horse stable. And honestly, one stable over, there was this kid that everyone was like freaking out about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was weird. Big J. Yeah. All these well-dressed travelers visiting him, giving him shit nobody wants. Oh. What the fuck is myrrh? Yeah, myrrh. <laughs> myrrh. I know. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Monty Python. We're gonna, <laughs> yeah. I know, right? We're going to launch right into this. Sean, uh, because it is the holiday season, has brought us a present. Yes, um, I have. Do you want to talk a little bit it's, about it's this? It's exceptional. We looked this I'm up say beforehand. That right off the bat. Um, 
but Sean's going to intro it because he dropped that sweet, sweet cheddar on it. I like the labeling, the kind of minimalist approach. Yeah, I was about small, to say, it's very minimalist, yeah, very clean. Yeah, small, square, charcoal gray label, and it says, Rocknar. And the, oh, I he's got that, what do you call that with the Norwegian, Finlandian, slash through the L? There's a word for that. Yeah. And I almost wonder if it's Roknar. It is Roknar. I am Roknar of the hill people. Roknar. Roknar. So um, this is a Minnesota rye whiskey. It, it's Minnesota. Minnesota rye Listen whiskey. It's a Rhyme Sayers rye whiskey. Yeah, dog. Rhyme Sayers. Um, <laughs> small batch Rhyme Sayers. Uh, from Far North Spirits. So I saw this and said, Minnesota rye whiskey. Those three words don't go together. Aaron's going to hate it. And I wanted to hear you destroy it. And then, unfortunately, it tastes really good. Really no, fucking fortunately <laughs> for us. Yeah. Well, yeah, for um, you. So why Not don't you, for... it's your whiskey. Why don't you talk about what you paid for it and what you were tasting and enjoying? This was 49. Nah, nah, nah. Oh. Um, when I on the nose, I get a little bit of molasses and some of the um, I get almost like a like a, a mustiness, but not in a bad way from like the, from the rye grain mm-hmm. uh, that hits me on the nose. Mm. Initial taste is it starts out a little sweet, the, gives way to the bitterness from the rye. But then that sweet, like a little like waterfall of butterscotch starts going down my tongue afterwards and it finishes better than I thought it would. A lot of whiskeys, we don't want it to be a lingering finish. Sometimes, especially with the rye, you want it to be a little drier. But I like the pleasant dichotomy of it being a rye, but leaving a wet, caramely sweetness in my mouth after. Mm, I like it. It's got kind of a like a beautiful sweetness to it. Mm. Yep. That's what I like. I like, like, like it's a like Phoebe Kate's It's like someone it. opened like a, a fresh jar of sorghum. Oh, you know, so we I mean? talked about that yesterday. Sorghum ancient waffles, grains. you know, that kind of thing. The glutard yeah. grain. Uh, and like <laughs> it, it does. It has a it, it's not cloyingly sweet. Um, it's heavy mouthfeel to me. Mm. Like it's pretty velvety. It is. It's got um, some viscosity. And that's not a horrible thing. But know. like um, I, I think this is a really, really beautiful spirit. Um I would mix the shit out of this. Yeah, yeah. I'd say this is this gets up there. I with, would find something. This and, is and a not less that affordable written house because we're sipping on mm. we're sipping on ice, um, which is beautiful. But man, would this make a Manhattan? Mm-hmm. Oh my god, yeah. would this make and, a Manhattan? Because of the sweetness, right? Oh. The, 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 I think every, you guys both nailed it. Um, it. There's really not a ton to say about this other than the fact that. The attack is a little bit sweet on the on what Sean said. It has a long finish, which is typically yeah. indicative of a high quality spirit. You don't want it to evaporate right away. It doesn't. That doesn't te- typically mean that it's a finely made spirit. Uh, this is eighty percent rye, ten percent malted barley, ten percent wheat. So it's got a very ten percent corn. Corn. I'm sorry. Corn. It has a very high rye content, which mm-hmm. typically means black Major pepper high. and heat. Yeah. This is ninety four percent. This is forty seven, man. Um, Tip and why I say that is most bourbons are 80%. Yep. This is 94. 80. This should read hotter on the tongue, but in my opinion, they left in all that heat and didn't water it back down because it needed it to cut through what both of these gentlemen said, which is it is weightier, it is heavier, it is more viscosity. The alcohol thins that out and plays nice with it. So for being a predominantly rye whiskey, it's beautifully not overly hot. No. I can't tell the alcohol on this at all. No, I would say all. it was 80%, but it's 94. Yep. Boy, I don't know who these guys are or what they're doing, but my Lord, you are doing Shit, it right. And it says on in the back, less than two years old. Less. So it's not 
Bourbon. Nope, it's it not is bourbon. Whiskey. Yeah. Um, yep. Which is fine. But the idea that they have so much this that still a lot of that oak comes through so well and doesn't and especially look at the well, color. Well, less than two years. If you if you look at it, what they said is it spends eighteen months in barrel and then it gets transferred over to cognac mm-hmm. small barrels. Mm-hmm. So, so the reason area. the reason big foudres versus smaller barrels versus fifties versus fifteens. The more surface area that the mm-hmm. alcohol has to contact, the more it's going to pull from the barrel. So the smaller the barreling, the more it's going to taste like wood. The bigger the barreling, the less. So the fact they were transferring this as it got older into smaller barrels means they wanted to impart yeah. all that barreling. So they, using they cognac do. on the end gives it a finesse, gives it a little it twangy poo on the end. There is a little bit of star anise. There is definitely, and we don't want to go down the caramel, all that bullshit. Yeah, yeah we're done with it's that. It's all that, um, but it does have star anise. It does have butterscotch. It does have some like a desiccated peach and some mm. other stuff going on. Well, you know on. what it doesn't fucking have that I can taste is what the label told me it has, which is light notes of ham. Yeah, what? We and maybe that was there like, because, a research. because that was their hyper focus, like um, would try to, yeah, to say there's some kind of umami. But that adds there. umami to it. But what I'm there is, and I want you guys to taste this while I'm saying this because I'm telling you there is a high degree of salinity to it. Uh, and I think that salt can transfer into thinking of a ham or a very high salted content food. I get it. I get it when they say that when you uh, when you do a honey ham. Mm-hmm. And it's very, uh, you got pineapple and clove and all that. Sometimes your brain can want to compartmentalize that into thinking that's what mm. it is. I don't get ham per se from it, but it has a gr- really high salinity to it, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Um, it's not cheap. It's 50 but it is duh fucking licious. Yeah, I think it's yeah. way worth yes, it for that price. Yes, it would make a great taste. Manhattan. But yes, you can get the fuck out of the way too. I would crush this is fucking full- eggnog with this shit in like a one to one eggnog <laughs> to this shit ratio. That that and I go back to it because it's my safe bet for for whiskeys of this style. But a Boulevardier with this mm. would be magical in my opinion. Good. Call. Um, I also don't think I would the want bitterness this. Of the bitterness. Uh, I don't think I want this whiskey undiluted. Um, you want a not, little bit not necessarily. Of, I agree with you, man, 100%. I, I think the dilution opens this thing wide open. And um, also, it on, would be very on the label, I didn't, I didn't notice this before, but um, it is actually Rockner. Rockner. Yeah, the, there's a phonetic spelling on the label. Says, oh, so I thought it was Rochnar. Yeah, it's Rockner. It sounds cooler as Rochnar. So it's not Rochnar, it's Rockner. Rochnar sounds better. Definitely. So they should change it. I mean, it's their language, so I'm going to let them have what it. What do they but, know? Uh, fucking Norwegians. Fucking eating salted herring. Pretty sure we're all what related. Do you know? That little bit of water really does tone down the booze because I just took a sip right off the bottle. Super hot. And it's pretty fucking hot. Like, I could feel it in my nose. But, well, and, and the heat and the big mouthfeel of it. I think would make it a little bit of a mouthful for like mm-hmm. uh, just a it. neat. I, I, yeah, the the cube is just going to open her up. That's and it. Honestly, you're going to get more flavor if you profile. Be one of those assholes, even though I respect the, their opinions, I just don't like serving them. Uh, when I was bartending, if you want to just put like three drops of water in this shit, yeah. it make yeah. all the difference in the world. Now, like people do with scotches. Now, usually, and that is kind of a misnomer. People think it dilutes the drink. All it does is break surface tension, so you can yeah. smell it. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't That's really do it shit for. Other than now you get all the aromatics, but as soon as you drop a cube in it and it literally starts diluting, it starts changing the dynamic of the entire beverage. But if you don't want to, if you don't, if you like it neat, put like a half ounce of water in it. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, Yeah, I I, I think that's not a bad call at all. 
Um, we after we get done with the rice, or maybe like a Coke Zero. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna a, go Mountain uh, Dew Code Red, um, diet, diet Squirt, Diet Mister Pib. Um, my I love. They don't make Diet Mister Pib. Trust be, me, I look. You'd be quiet because I don't think Mister Pib is really better than Doctor Pepper, and you guys hate me for it. They make Diet Mister Pib. No, they don't. That's the thing. <laughs> I got Bobby all excited. Dude. They don't make Diet Mister Pib. <laughs> I don't because when diet. he can't I do Diet Barks, he does Diet Mister Pib. Well, clearly I don't. It doesn't exist. Ah. <laughs> but there is Diet Dr. Going, Pepper, and that shit sucks. I'm going so cheers, gr- Grapefruit Fago. This is our last so this is our, Guys, this is our holiday. This no, is our, uh, this holiday is the up. last beverage of the 19s until we get into perfect vision, dude. We're about we to go into, into the... We're going to back into the 20s, baby. Yeah, dog. Mm-hmm. We're going Flapper on, season. No, we're doing mm-hmm. Art Deco, homie. Yeah. Love you, boys. Love you. Love you. Mm. I'm just hoping that cocaine's legal in, in many products at the grocery store. It started in Mexico. Yes, it did. Two people have a cocaine card. Hang That's on, I'll make a an call. Awesome. Who, <laughs> and who are you, fine people? Yeah. And why did you get it? Uh, um, research purposes. Yeah, right. So we're going to, okay, we, we did the intros. And you see how like succinct we are this week versus other weeks where we meandered? There's a reason why. Um, because we're getting ready to really meander. Yeah, we are. Go- <laughs> if you are not a fan of rabbit holes, um, you might want to join us next year because um, yeah. we are going hard. This is a subject matter we all care about deeply. Um, this was a lot of uh, mine and Bobby's not downplaying Sean's uh, investment into this <laughs> canon only because I was seven years old yeah. in a movie theater watching this. Return of the Jedi um, came out when I was uh, negative two or something, or negative two months. Would you have been seven? Five. Yeah, I was five you would have been five. Old. Sorry, yeah. five years old. I remember going to the theater to watch Star Wars um, in the theater. I remember going subsequently to see every single movie in this saga in the theaters. And kind of, and that's a whole different story. But obviously, guys, we are going to talk about Star Wars, the the Skywalker fucking saga. lane the n- episodes um, if they have not, a number after the episode that's the movie we're talking if about we, we're not talking if, about rogue right. one or if any we side if we bitches. talk about solo or rogue one or talk about the mandalorian it's only in context of what the skywalker fucking story has been now remember guys this is 40 years of our lives 42 um, 42 years of our lives um off and on in favorites and non-favorites we are going to go non-spoiler first we're going to talk about our general thoughts about the movie when i say this won't last long it's not gonna last long well we're gonna stretch it out because bobby had an awesome idea where we should first all kind of just talk about what you, star you wars you kind of touched but, on this and right, started it but right, what does right, star right. wars mean to each of us and like what what how it's affected our lives in a positive way and or a negative way sure <laughs> and um like what our feelings were going into this movie Bobby, why don't you kick it off? Because I think maybe this is Star Wars as a as a saga, as a as a lineage has maybe (laughs) affected you more than than either one of us. I can probably safely say that. Well, I can safely say that I've seen every Star Wars movie, um, including spinoffs and all Mm -hmm. that shit. I've seen them all in the theater. Even the Ewok movies that went straight to TV. That didn't happen. Because um, I saw those, them shits on Disney Channel. Now, with one caveat that when it, when the original, when New Hope came out, um, I was three years old. and some gotcha. ch- Three years and some change. Right. But I was in the theater. Uh, my parents were good enough, kind enough to take my older brother and sister 
to see that movie and I was just a little shit. Yep. You know, so I don't have a distinct memory of that film in the theater, but I was in that fucking theater mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure something sunk in because it's always been a huge part of me. And like the first one that I remember going to the theater and I can tell you what theater it was and when it happened and everything was Empire Strikes Back. And I again, I saw that with my brother and sister, uh, my brother being like the one person in my life that I've shared more like nerddom and like that kind of stuff with than, than anyone. And so we went to the Allen Theater in Farmington, New Mexico, and we saw The Empire Strikes Back, and it blew my fucking head back. I mean, like, I mean, as a little kid, are you shitting me? Like, when when the, the ATT, ATATs are coming over the fucking horizon, like, that was a huge moment. Mm. Like, because we had never seen anything like that. I'm just, like, now I'm just, I, like, sitting know, back. That, that sense of dread and, like, what the fuck is happening? Mm. You For know? being a kid to see a movie that's directed towards kids and, like, everything's fucked. And everything's a horrible, dark, There's no such crazy thing. Nightmare. That was the yeah. first thing on that level, now, I think, to be have a bat like, an unhappy, now, fuck you ending. Right. Yeah. And contextually, like, obviously, in the meantime, I, you know, we had VHS and all that. So I had mm-hmm. seen The New Hope. You know, mm-hmm. several dozen times, I'm sure, as a little, little kid, you know, before Empire Strikes Back came out. And then, um, you know, we proceeded to move on to Return of the Jedi, which I also loved. Um, I love it less as a grown man, but I still really love those movies. So anyhow, I, I've continued my Star Wars love. Um, I got divorced four years ago and the first thing I did was buy those posters first huh? thing I did is buy <laughs> Boy, all Bobby, Star Wars posters Bobby has by the way in his house that he shares with his lovely girlfriend and her beautiful daughter has some of the best OG full size mm-hmm. by the way and I can't over Theater size. Ever, this is the the mer- this is the full what do they call them the glass fucking there's a special name well, for those the, posters the, and the frames are what really that's where the money went. Yeah, yeah of course. I but, mean, the posters were like twelve bucks. Yeah, they're right. not original printings or anything. No, Those shits go for no, like, but they're, you know, they're thousands the, of dollars. They're, they're but the I OGs. made sure that they were like the OG legit ones that were prints. in the th- yeah, the yes. ones that were in the th- not the yeah. ones that they fucking did for so, like the re. But every one of those, so, every one of those frames was ninety subsequently, bucks. Subsequently, yeah. <laughs> subsequently, and again, we're going to go with how this affected us. Outside of the historical stuff of you being a child, how did this then shape and affect? Um, your well, movie going and it, kind this, of your 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 thoughtfulness of sci-fi. Really. Well, first I mean, of all, from my movie going, it just created this like sense of um, uh, I'm never going to use the word hope. It, it, it but it did it, it enabled me to start to enjoy these like fun spectacle films as long as they were um, treated with consideration and thoughtfulness and actually made sense. I am open to. Anything. So you're talking about Star Wars opened our hearts and our minds to the the idea of a movie as an event. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so, you could take this kind of content seriously. Yeah. Shortly after Star Wars, they tried yes. to they, Flash Gordon tried to rob that feeling, but you could tell nobody was taking it fucking seriously, no one took it and serious. it didn't come through at all. Exactly. Like it doesn't didn't stick with us. Thank and God. it was still amazing. It was Thank just God amazing in a way different either. way. You know what right. I mean? It was yeah. just a yeah, it was just a different experience. Yeah. Star Wars movies have when the crawl hits the screen <laughs> and the music fucking lights up wow. and like that, the lights go down, you're doing something different. Yeah. And I've had some really bad experiences in theaters with mm-hmm. Star Wars films. Mm-hmm. I mean, in 2002, 
Was it 2001, 2002? 1990, 2002 was Attack of the Clones. Uh, 1999 was Phantom Menace. And I, I struggled through that nightmare. Mm. And then in 2002, I was living in Clovis, New Mexico. I was in the Air Force. Um, I dragged my wife, who was not a Star Wars person, to watch Attack of the Clones. Because that's who you want to drag she kind of fucking liked it. And so you're like, that's a bad sign. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember walking out of that movie like, that, that is not Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, it, I, I, I kind of got to, I'll, I'll wrap this. I know I'm droning on. But J.J. Abrams came over and took over this franchise with Force Awakens in 2015. And, um, Which was nostalgia, fan, like fan service, yes. bouquet. But it was done in a way that I bought in. And he did it much in the way that he did his original Star Trek film, mm-hmm. that remake. Um, he, 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 I think he had a more delicate hand and, and consideration to what was going on. Force Awakens is not a great movie. It's not the best Star Wars movie, but it was a fun movie. And I bought into the characters, and I liked what they were doing. And I'm like, oh, man. It kind of reawoken something in me. Like yeah. it made me feel like a kid again. Body's you know? force awakens. <laughs> My force did awaken. Yes. How about you, Aaron? Um, yeah, we'll we'll leave Sean for last only because that's I guess what we're doing. But um, <laughs> um, there's no rhyme or reason to this particular order of events. Because after we go down this, guys, I'm telling you, when we will announce it, we will do the spoiler. Because this is really what we're all waiting for, including you. I know all you guys are. And we're going to spoil it in as much as we're going to talk about what happens in the movie. But by all means, watch the movie. I watch spoilers before movies, and it doesn't affect my movie-going experience whatsoever. But anyway, five years old, watched Star Wars with my mom. I remember standing in line to watch Empire Strikes Back vividly at the, the United Artists Warner in Woodland Hills, California, in the San Fernando Valley, and then subsequently watching... Um, Jedi, which I then spent the next 20 years wondering why everybody else hated it so much, um, because I enjoyed it so much. Um, subsequently, we move on to the prequels. Um, all like full disclosure, I got through Phantom Menace and Clones and Sith, and boy, I just it felt like I just um, emotionally separated from the canon at that point. I didn't well, know what I was watching. Did you feel like it was dead to you? A little bit. Like, like it, it, it I felt, felt like a part I, of me I died. Felt like, I felt like I was watching a different, completely different sequence of events. Well, it was a if, lesson on trade blockades and federations in space. Not and, even, I, I I thought, I just thought they, they, for as campy at some points as the first three could be, and it was, and cartoonish, it was, and over-the-top acting, it was. For as much of that as there was, it felt like the prequels were insultingly so. And I'm um, not taking into account that we had seen the first three movies. And I realized they were trying to reset a canon and reset a thought. And maybe that appealed to the, the people that were of that age at that time, such like yourself. Sean's a perfect example. That was that 10-year decade gap. We'll and get so to my opinions they on were, the prequels. And well, I know, but they were <laughs> they were trying to reach Sean yeah. rather than particularly reach me or Bobby. We were already grown-ups we about our lives, oh, and here comes a new Star Wars. So we were hypercritical right. of it. I'm sure I was more critical of it then than I am now, but it, um, there was a, a sense of abandonment, like they had forgot about 
the guys that suffered through the first three movies. The guys that and, built this fucking house that paid and, the light bill. And now they were f- looking for new fucking hoes because those old hoes didn't mean no more to yeah. us. And um, so I did feel a little bit abandoned and a little bit like one had nothing to do with the other. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get into what the new three mean. But um, it was super important. It was my childhood. It led into everything. It bled into everything. It was how it was my bar by which I see other sci-fi. Yeah. Like if you can't do this, then you're not worthy because that was the cannon built. That was the, that, that was the, the, the fucking throne that this sat on for us. So when the, the prequels came out, it was very devastating for me. And I didn't look at it with fresh, clean eyes, which I wish I would have, because they're not as bad as I thought of at the time. They weren't. And, but I was so hard rocking to my Especially, shit. I imagine, watching them through the eyes of your daughter, being with her watching it, because we got to remember, Star Wars has always been for kids, really. Well, yeah. yeah. We, we'll bleed into that. Lucas originally thought it was going to be a kid's movie and it ended up being an adult movie. So he kind of, he didn't know what he was creating when he created it. Little do artists do, right? When they create things. But no, it never was a kid's movie in that regard. It was always for right. thinking uh, growing adults and, and preteens. But that's a, and, that's a good point, though. Like, I think it's a preamble to what we're about to launch right. into before Sean yeah. does his thing. Is like, or after Sean does his thing is, we we did go watch this film with four other cynical pricks. Yeah, yeah, because we've all but been Bobby, a little snake bitten. Bobby, I'm telling you, but I came you, in. Well, I saw it the day before you I'm guys, telling you and guys, saw it with a whole theater. Ta- of cynical I know pricks. we're going to yeah. talk a little bit about this, but I am going to tell you right now. I went into the new movie with nothing but wanting to love it. Yeah. All I wanted to do was I love this movie. I had my brain wiped. I was. Unlike C-3PO. I had my brain wiped. <laughs> Spoilers. Um, Jesus. Sorry. Fuck. Sorry, guys. Um, I, had my, <laughs> um, I had my brain wiped. I was ready to have a good time. And, and we'll talk about what that was. But as far as it would have meant to me as a kid, um, believe it or not, everybody, it wasn't cool to be a nerd. Um, I know that sounds weird now, but you used to get the shit kicked out of you for like well, no, things it was like, like comic you were, books. You were allowed to Star see. Wars. Somehow and, Star Wars sold all the tickets. But nobody saw it because they're not nerds. But (laughs) but you were put you were you were put into a category of not being cool if you like stuff like this when I was a kid. And we the kids that did like it, we literally it's cool now to like this. It's cool now to like fucking Marvel nerd shit. Yeah. It wasn't cool. When I say not cool, I'm saying you get beat up at school, not cool, guys. So it meant a lot from that. We almost suffered for their art. A little mm-hmm. bit, um, and, and I don't know what uh, the more succinctly Sean uh, had it. How did this? So affect Star you Wars for me, the the first Star Wars movie I ever saw was Return of the Jedi, and I saw it over and over and over again after that uh, because I saw it. I think it was some holiday, some trip. I was at my cousin's house, and I caught it like five minutes in, and just sat there glued to it. And was like, what the hell? What is this? And someone was explaining, oh, this is Star Wars, but this is the third one. You should see the and all that stuff. But I loved Return of the Jedi, and so I eventually we rented all the movies. It was hard to see them as much as I wanted to as a child because my dad fucking does not like Star Wars at all. My mom could give a shit. And they were already like, you guys already make us go to see every fucking Batman movie. You could do all this stuff like, eh, not so big of a deal. So Star Wars, I think my love of Star Wars 
where I got really nerdy about it started to ramp up around the times that they were releasing the special editions because I was like in sixth or seventh grade and I was like, they're re-releasing fucking Star Wars with all this cool added shit to it. And, you know, in retrospect, there's some shit they shouldn't have done, but there's some great extra special effects they added, which was the true vision that George Lucas had before he had the technology to achieve it. So as that and that branding fucking fiasco started, all of a sudden my house is starting to fill up with Star Wars shit because when those re-releases came out is when they did another merchandising fucking blowout like they did for the first movies. Um, As as I build my fandom there and and as I start to hang out with people that are like, you know what, dude, I got these on Laserdisc. Fuck those special editions. And I was like, you're kind of right. I went and saw those in the theater. That was the first time I got to see Star Wars in the theater was those. And I was like... It's the same fucking movies. They just added certain things and they're like Job of the Hut and A New Hope, that fucking oh my nightmare. God. That uh, ruined me. Even in the theater, like as a like Hated a kid who was it. like twelve, I was like, What the fuck is wow. that? Like, that was that was awful. actually super rough. But dude. so I didn't like that at all. Let's fast forward. It looked like a Rick and Morty character. Yeah, it did pretty Thank much you. look like a yeah, Rick and Morty by the way, character. That, yeah, that was Mr. Poopy but, Butthole. But yeah, Mr. Poopy Butthole essentially. Um <laughs> let's fast forward to nineteen ninety nine. I'm a sophomore in high school and the fir- the episode one is getting hyped up so <laughs> fuck fucking you. Episode one is so hyped up. Yeah, but he looks so like I'm like, shit, oh fuck. So my parents, my dad, my stepmom comes into the picture. She's a huge Star Wars nerd. So now I've got somebody at home who's willing to go to bat for me. And an authority, like an authority figure, is willing to like, hey, will you make dad watch fucking Empire, please tonight? Because I want to eat pizza and watch Empire because I want to be depressed. Um, so we're, my dad and my stepmom let me have fucking day off of school to go see the very first showing in my our neck of nice. San Jose. Good and you. we're waiting in line with the people that had the tents that were there for like weeks. And it was this huge spectacle. And of course, I go see the movie and I'm I'm done with it. And I'm like, that was awesome, right? <laughs> like that right. was really cool. Yeah. The one thing I will give those prequels, they fucking the for some reason, way before the first three movies, everybody was way better with a lightsaber, like kung fu style. Like they could just destroy each other with yeah. lightsabers. And then um later on in life. No, well, they, they don't have that. But we do understand that, like, so logistically that, why that But that's something but, yeah. that I really liked about those movies. Yeah. Like, Alec Guinness I, was a, not into that No, show. no, no. Alec Guinness was barely <laughs> holding that fucking stick up. Uh, <laughs> it's just like shaking. Alec, Alec Guinness had a girdle on under the yeah, head. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Uh, so the, those movies started coming out, and then I see Attack of the Clones, and, and then I see... Revenge of the Sith. By Attack of the Clones, I'd kind of checked out and went, these aren't for me anymore. These are for kids. This is for another generation mm-hmm. of kids. Mm-hmm. I'm. That's when I started being like, I don't want to watch a movie unless Darren Aronofsky directed it, and I'm going to cry. Darren Aronofsky does Star Wars. There, there you that go. Nightmare. Whoa, so man. Star anyway. Wars, it started out where I, because I was born the year that Jedi Talk about came double-ended out. lightsabers. So I didn't understand. Oh, <laughs> oh God. So Sorry. I didn't I didn't I wasn't around for the first thing for the first round of Star Wars. And I didn't have a lot of people in my family that were super into it, except for me and my brother. So by the time we got to the new ones being released, and then the prequels, or sorry, the special editions and the prequels is when I really started to make it part of my life. And I loved it so much that maybe I loved it too much. And now I think we can get into uh, our feelings, our spoiler-free feelings about Rise of Skywalker. Okay. Spoiler, sure. spoiler-free yeah. feelings. And then I'm telling you right now, we're going to have to fucking check right into spoilers. Yeah. Because I, so, I don't know how much more I can talk about non-spoiler. I have one really fast point to make before mm. we work, because we're about to dive. Yep. Um, and I said I wasn't going to use the word hope. <laughs> and here we are. I, I was just thinking about this while you were talking. Like, one thing I, I think that the Star Wars films meant to us and why we were young nerdy kids that fucking embraced this shit was hope. Mm. And the idea that Luke Skywalker 
who's a young nerdy kid. Was a young nerdy to, kid. Yeah. All he wanted to do was fly fucking spaceships. That's yeah. it. And, and that was it. That, that, that was like, it. Nobody remembers that, but that's literally what begat all of this he was, like, was, I he was just a we young, forget about my dad. We forget horny about that. teenager that wanted to fly spaceships. We just forgot about that arc that like, that's what it right. taught us was like, right. you could be a kid from a fucking desert planet. Hey man. With hey, man. foster parents and the whole hey, fucking thing. Man. That's but, what's up. Dude, you can fucking do whatever. You can end up being a Jedi. You could do whatever the fuck you wanted, right? Yeah, dog. And I would think my first point going into this conversation was like, they were really trying hard to do that with with the character of Ray. Yeah. They were trying to make her that next character that was just like basically nobody, right? Pretty much. In a weird way. Yeah. Coming out of nowhere. She's a scavenger on a desert planet, very you know. similar to Luke. Right. So I just wanted to make that. No, point. that's a that's a great point. And and this sounds stupid and, and, and I get how trite this could all sound for everybody out there. If you're not a Star Wars person and you're a fan of our podcast, uh, but you know us well enough. You know what we do when we do this. This is different. This isn't us talking about John Wick or talking about fucking, you know what I mean? Talking right. about fucking Princess Bride or we're going to go down nerd holes. This is different, man. This is this is 40 plus years of our lives that were built into entrusting our, what we thought was movies to other people. Um, so which is why it's important. And I'm not going to that doesn't. That does. That's not a sense of doom on what's about to happen. I'm just telling you. Eh, that. It kind of is. Um, <laughs> because. So, but we're going to find out. So we'll find we out. don't like listen, this fucking movie. Listen, listen. Yeah. Let's talk about. Let's talk about briefly since we're going non-spoiler. I want to give everybody who hasn't seen it some time to enjoy the podcast. Yes. Can we, Sean? Do you want to start about talking sure. non-spoiler thoughts on the movie? Okay, non-spoiler thoughts on the movie. I thought J.J. Abrams did a fantastic job of setting the scene with Force Awakens going like, you know what? The It was half an apology for the prequels, which aren't his fault because this was after Disney got this stuff. Then right. he kind of was helping take the helm point. along with Kathleen That's Kennedy. That's a really good point. And he was like, you know what? It's all the same shit. And you know what? I, I let that slide because I was I recognized all those things. But I'm like, you know, there's only seven stories on the planet anyway, right? Yeah. So the first fucking Star Wars is arguably a very close ripoff of The Hidden Fortress by Akira Kurosawa. So that's not an original story necessarily. Nope. So I and I really enjoyed what they did. Then we all go see fucking uh, The Last Jedi, which tears audiences in half. And people God, it really hate does. it. It, it does. really does. And what I liked about that movie is the brave choices that it made and the holy shit, just like The Empire Strikes Back, this shit is not. And I have a feeling that there was a similar reaction from some people when The Empire Strikes Back came out. What the fuck is this? It ends on such a down yeah, note. There's all this horrible, crazy when it comes shit. To shit like that. Yeah. And we've had 42 years now yeah, to man. process that shit. So I go into this movie going, all right. Um, I've heard all these rumors that the second movie, a lot of things from the second movie are going to essentially be disregarded. But I went into this movie wanting to love it more than anything. And you know me. You're talking to the motherfucker who defended Batman versus Superman. And, because I love those two characters and, so much. And oh, we'll, we'll delve into that. Oh, and Justice League? And? And what? Aquaman. Oh, no. I said Aquaman's terrible, but it's a fun watch. That's what I said. I right. didn't say it was good. I, I just want to put that <laughs> I was saying to people that Batman versus Superman is un, is a fucking underrated and just wait, time will tell. And then time did tell. A year later, I was like, holy shit, this movie on my seventh watching is fucking awful. Yeah, and, and that's important because, guys, you got to realize we don't, you know, we get a lot of flack. I've heard a lot of flack, like, on the street 
only because we do, we don't know everything yeah, and yeah. we're not right all the time exactly. and we don't think we know everything exactly retrospect and hindsight's a bitch dude yeah. but we're so, here admitting yeah that we don't know. So exactly. for Sean to say, like, I saw, I, re, I, I remember Batman, Superman, and Justice League and knowing Sean. And and for him to take those steps back is actually a very difficult thing to do for a guy that knows his <laughs> I'm pretty as sure that, like, I still have Facebook memories of you and I fighting about yeah, that. Yeah, pretty sure. Yep. Not, yeah. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Oddly yeah. enough, I have Facebook memories and I'm not on Facebook. <laughs> so, so anyway. that means, anyway, that being said, I go into this movie with, like, I'm the type of person who it's tough to really upset me. It's tough for me to go, that was, that really pissed me off. Watching this movie, and it's not necessarily the content, and it's not necessarily the certain fan service things they did similar to what they did in Force Awakens. It was the pacing and the execution. This movie is so yes. fast, and it Thank doesn't you. give you time to fucking process anything that's happening. They have all these huge moments that are supposed Boy, to be right. big, gigantic, fucking amazing moments, and they give you less than 30 seconds to process and let you have a feeling about it before yeah. they go, by the way, this other fucking huge thing's happening. Yeah. And, and, and I felt the same way even after the second time I saw I still feel like after two times in the back-to-back day seeing it that I couldn't process a lot of it still. Yeah. And I'm still processing Sean, it. And Sean I was spent, extremely disappointed. Sean spent five hours of his life on Thursday and Friday watching this movie twice. Yep. And he's going to go back and see it again. No. From, a, um, from a processing standpoint, going back and, and so like... I, is Sean done? I'm done. All right. I'm, no, and I'm actually going to ask you a question. Sure. Because like I, I, I've gone back and kind of like re-examined my feelings. <laughs> Under I like trying to trying to like it yeah. more, right? Yes, okay. I'm doing the same thing. Yes, man. Well, no, not even trying to like it, but trying to be like, okay, am I am I being um cynical. honest with myself? Okay. Okay. You want to be Am I being a bitch? Am yeah. I being cynical? Am I being well, this, that, and the other? And that's the funny thing about when you brought that up, it actually really brought that into focus. W- what we're talking about is this movie technically is not done well. It's poorly written. Um and when well, I, for all we know, it wasn't poorly written. It was poorly edited and smashed together because they're like, we need to very, get this under three that hours. Very much yeah. be the, and, and and beyond that, what it brought me back to was like maybe this was a bad plan from Jump Street, and there never was actually a plan. That, that was, doesn't no, there was one. That's kind of psycho, right? For Disney, that's no, what they was, didn't write the whole story first, right. which is what they should have fucking done. They should have laid they, out a and that's a plan. been made clear. They did not have that, but each each. Originally, Colin Trevorrow was going to do this, and they had three different directors, writers with three different visions Which, all attached. I like that idea. But get them all in a fucking room together and have them like, put this gonna, shit together. Yeah, like, so, like we're all going to arrive at the same destination. Yeah. And you could say the same thing about the original because movies, this, too, because they do tonally shift so well, but they're still obviously. paced well, and but, they are still but cohesive from, narratives. But Lawrence Kasdan came on for the last two films, yes. and those movies spoke to each other. Yes, they did. This film... Ignores the last one completely. No, it doesn't. Well, it talks let, him about, talk, let him talk about it, though. No, it doesn't ignore the last film. It's a giant middle finger fuck you to Durant, the last film. He shits in Which his is, mouth. why would you do that? You guys allowed this fucking thing yeah, you're hurting to go to theaters and make a few hundred million dollars. Shekels. And now you're just going to say, uh, fuck that. We don't like what he did because everyone on Twitter hated Ryan Johnson. Are you shitting me? Yeah, you're like, talking no. about. Yeah. I have an idea. As a filmmaker, as a production team, as a screenwriter, Chris Terrio, 
maybe <laughs> fucking embrace those ideas and say like, okay, Fold them in. how do fuck we move it. forward? It's like improv. Let's move forward. It's yes, and you don't yeah. fucking negatively. So let's go, make it no, a, but let's make an yes, amazing out of idea out of like some of the cool ideas that Brian Johnson actually had. Yes, yeah. there was some, and the. And I will say this, some of the cool ideas that Ryan Johnson had that people had a really big problem with, I hope I'm not ruining this for anybody who hasn't seen The Last Jedi, but like Leia floating in space and making herself fly, something like that, that was a brave choice and I can understand if that's way too out out there. There is shit in this movie that is so far out there of shit that you're used to. Holy fuck. It makes what Ryan Johnson did look like fucking child, like he was just sticking to the script. We'll we'll, we'll we'll drop into that on the the line. Well, we are. Bobby, so... What were your what again? Go back into your thoughts on this. Well, I mean, that being said, I, I mean, obviously, I, I just think that this film, it, it, <laughs> I hate to overstate it because I like to be an open minded guy. I like a lot of bad movies. So do I, I, but you yell at me about mine and I let you like yeah, yours. You know, <laughs> yeah, good for you. That's because you're sucking. Yeah, that's because The Evil Dead 2 is awesome. The Evil um, Dead 2 is not a bad movie, though. That's a great movie. Thank you. Yeah, it is a great movie. <laughs> yeah. But Aquaman is not. No, uh, it's not. It's just fun to watch. <laughs> oh, and we 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 did arrive at, at a one amazing revelation this week because Sean goes on Facebook and he writes his little diatribe on Facebook, much like I did, about how much this movie sucks. And I didn't invoke cancer or any other no, hot button no, terrible no, things. No, you did very no. well. You no transphobic people. Although I did mention, I did, I did do some uh, Nazi the- comparisons <laughs> at one point. I did go full Nazi a little bit, which I thought was over the top. Where you were like, "I've seen worse movies," and I was like, "Me too," because I've seen German films from the late '30s and early '40s. Well, well <laughs> as a Birth of a Nation fan, you have a lot to say about that. I'm not a fan of that movie. Okay. I just was so forced Bobby, to watch it. Well, in your post, you did bring up the fact that uh, you were a devoted um, defender initially. We brought this up before. Batman Batman versus versus Superman. And um, our friend of the podcast, Blake Crouch, Mm -hmm. his new minted wife, who is is no longer a friend of the podcast. One of our (laughs) – I'm pretty sure sure me and Knuckles are still cool. No, you guys are still cool. Knuckles wants to slip my throat. Yeah, me and JBZ, I think we're good. Um, in fact, we're all meeting on Thursday, so, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. You, you may have shit the bet on that one, but, but no, like we, you guys got into this whole like diatribe on Facebook. Well, she it's just, no she deal. just immediately, and I got this a lot in the comments. It wasn't about like my rise of Skywalker opinion. It was, wait, you defended Batman I versus know. Superman. And I was I like, do you not follow my feed? Do you not listen to my other podcast? We had a whole episode about it. I went on another guy's podcast never to do a debate podcast. about the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you do other podcasts? Uh, Wait, that one's on an over a year hiatus now. I thought this was uh, no, that one's the one that had listeners. I thought that was the one that had listeners and like made money a little bit. I thought I was your first. Yeah, no, I thought this was Bobby's feelings on this. I'm kidding. It's the only reason I brought you on is because I thought maybe we can make money with it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, joke's on me. Well, it didn't make a lot of money. It Um, paid for itself. No, exactly. Um, So, no, the the only funny thing that came out of that whole uh, uh, exchange exchange. was that she went after me on Batman stuff, and I get really precious about Batman shit. She was like, wait, and kind of attacked. Honestly, I'm going to say it straight up. She attacked me a little bit, and I was like, listen, miss, I'm obsessive with the love of Batman, don't try to tell me that he hasn't killed people. Don't try to tell me sure. these things. And the, the thing she was bringing up about Batman versus Superman. So, yeah, I sent her a private message.
page. Jackie, if you're listening, I hope you read it because I can tell that you haven't because Facebook tells you (laughs) if someone's read the message and just said, hey, sorry, got a little twisted last night and was pretty upset and vulnerable. And I apologize. Well, radio silence. It it prompted me to look up on IMDb, which is an amazing website. Great resource. um, Who actually wrote the Star Wars movie? Because I actually I was like, oh, shit. I just assumed Bobby and I both were J.J. Abrams fucking wrote this fucking movie. Yesterday, me and Bobby talking, going, who wrote it? Obviously, J.J. Abrams helped write this screenplay. Um, So I jump on IMDb and who do I see but a guy by the name of Chris Terrio. Yep. And And, what did he write? And I'm like, okay, well, I don't know who the fuck that guy is. Well, he was writer on this movie, and then it says written by screenwriter slash story by for Batman versus Superman and Justice League. So I don't know what level of involvement each of that is. One's probably more than the other. He was involved. But each of these movies, each of these movies, honestly, whoever gets credited, there's a shitload of fucking eyes and edits that go into it. I just found the irony. Delicious. Yes. That when I clicked on his name and the first literally the first thing that pops up on INMD for this guy, Chris Terrio, I'm sure you're a talented kid, um, was Batman versus Superman. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the, the first thing that popped up. When and I, it's what, both. They're both screenplay credits. Mm-hmm. The first so thing that, that popped something. up when I typed in his name was there was more footage of Carrie Fisher we could have used. And I was like, whoa. That was the first thing. Thank I saw. God they didn't. Can we talk about that? Well, we will. We'll get, we get into, into the. the well, oh, yeah. Can yeah. we? Do, let, let's let's go. Spoiler. Aaron, what did you feel about without any spoilers? <laughs> All right, without any spoilers. Um, much like these gentlemen, um, my initial reaction was fury and rage. And, and I watched that was, you, by the way, just I'm, your oh, hand motions in the theater. That show me I'm your a, hand motions right now. I'm a little. I'm a little bit. Um, I'm a little bit excessive with my hand movements and like if I don't like something, you're a little bit rock and roll about it. Um, <laughs> there was a couple two seats down next to our big buddy Hank, who we're going to tell a great story about later. Oh, God, um, yes, we there are. was a, a couple next to them, and by my third, what the fuck is going on in the middle of the theater? We're looking at him, going, "Why is your friend so loud?" So um, <laughs> anyway, I, I look. In retrospect, I've kind of reeled my own self in. Um, By the end of this movie, I was saying it was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Two days later, it's obviously not the worst thing I've seen in my life. It's not even the worst Star Wars movie by far. But I did not appreciate um, that they did not wear kid gloves when they were doing this. And I don't know if they could have. It felt to me like a, a... desperate Hail Mary to make things okay. and uh, Assuming they were broken, right? Well, and arguably could have been. And we're going to... That again, might be my biggest point we're, out of we're, all this. We're going to get... Uh, it's hard because I see the, you got to be across the table right now listening to this because these guys are chomping at the bit right now. But you got to... Uh, overall... My mom could go watch this movie and have a good time. There was enough... Uh, blasters and fight scenes and uh, salient moments to try to rope in everybody from somebody who cares about the canon and, and understands everything that's led up to this point. Mm -hmm. It was heartbreaking because we could not tie the fucking knot, man. And that's a good point, man. It was, it was, I understand from a, a a fair weather moviegoer would have had a great time watching this. For somebody who gives a shit about what this is, and maybe we shouldn't, it doesn't matter. 
But for somebody who gives a shit about this, it there were so many open-ended loops to this that did not make sense for us. And now, in retrospect, two days later, and doing my due diligence trying to figure out this fucking nonsense, I've compartmentalized and put things in perspective a little bit more. And yeah. We'll talk about that on the spoiler side. I was foaming at the mouth by yeah. the end of this movie. Well, it's Only- like if you get broken up with by someone who you've loved and has been your best friend forever versus like a shitty girlfriend who you just dumped or got or dumped right. you it's like sure that person was way worse but this one hurt me more because it was so good for someone right and yeah it yeah it felt like it should have meant more and oh wow it didn't. before we go spoiler i disagree on that 100 <laughs> what do you mean it just no, when you get dumped by some bitch that is beneath you yeah that or is, they, you break up. It doesn't matter who broke up with who. Like that breakup means less that, than a divorce of, from a love. I have no, no idea what either of you are talking about. When some girl that you find to be not on your level yeah. dumps you yeah. and is like, don't ever want to talk to you again. Dude, Bobby, you're just supposed to agree that, with my analogy and let him continue. No, that hurts worse <laughs> than anything. And no, then it they, and then they, and then they <laughs> yeah, fly it to, does. Then they fly to Beijing and lose their passport. Yeah. So you're saying yeah. a three-month yeah. relationship um, with some nightmare... They break up with you. No. Hurts you more than breaking up. When you have a separation. someone who was your best friend for 14 years. Yes. When you have a separation from an amazing person, you move on. When you have a separation from some twat that fucking. Wow. Edit that out. When you have a separation from some girl that you should not have been dating in the first place and they don't want to fight for you. That that's a little bit hurts. That's a record. And by the way, it's, that hurts. By the way, it's, this is a bad analogy. This guy gets go it. Air. And by the way, <laughs> no. by the Do way, you, it's, you get it a little bit. By the way, it's twat. Twat. Let's it's just twat. be honest. But now we're so um, far away from the movie. Okay. And that's my fault. No, no, you're fine. This is the no, way this is going to go for fault. the rest of it. Um, I wanted to say it was worse than any other thing that I've ever seen in the Star Wars canon. It isn't. It's not. I've, it's taken me a couple days Thank to you. kind no, of No, the holiday special still worse. Um, <laughs> but I will say, if you're a fan of movies, you're probably going to like this movie. Yeah, if all you want to go enough, is see spectacles. There's enough movie in this movie to make it fun to watch yes. for a casual fan. There are. For somebody who gives a shit about the canon and tries to follow the rules of the Jedi and all that, you are going to rip your fucking hair out. That's not necessarily and true, which we'll get on to later because I know plenty of fans that love it. I understand that. And we're going to get deeper into that because I have fucking counters to all that fucking canon, um, it's okay, it's okay shit, which has subsequently come down the line. From So again, summation from a moviegoer's perspective very fun to watch there was enough fight scenes and blasters and this and that going off to be fun from a somebody who cares about the canon and cares about this saga it's infuriating or cares about narrative structure and oh pacing and well but you got to care about that narrative structure whoa not just narrative structure there's a, it's very there's a very blinders on conversation yeah, yeah. it's not and about Martin just Scorsese's giving a marbles. fuck yeah, exactly. Thank you. Jesus um, Christ. It didn't bring up Disney yeah. paying the bills. So, um, <laughs> just saying. So, do you guys want to do sponsor now? Because we're not leaving this room for another I don't give a shit about the sponsor. I want a cigarette. This week, we are brought to you by Durango. Go figure. Durango! Making it worse. <laughs> Do you have a struggling addiction to any substance? Do you have a relationship that's on the rocks? Move to Durango. We will clearly see this shit through. We are making it worse at 
every fucking turn. Because you know why? That's all we do here. We take what's broken and fucking turn it into dust. Do you have a crippling alcohol addiction? You've been sober for six months? Come to Durango. You're getting back off the wagon, brother. That's what's happening. Because Durango's Durango. Making, making it, it worse. This was brought to you by the Durango Area Tourism Office. <laughs> Welcome back. What are we recording? To the Chelsea Pilsy. We're going to launch into all spoilers. Chelsea Pilsy. All spoilers all day. So if you don't don't like this, then, or if you don't want spoilers, then do something else. Because we're going full into Star Wars and it's going to be a long time before we stop doing this. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass the fucking baton over to Moriarty and oh, and and just pressure, pressure. I, no 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 and uh, Bobby and I originally were thinking I mean, you've about been the doing, most vocal in your displeasure. yes 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 Bo- Bobby and, and I there's a reason for that I'd love to hold on Bobby and I Bobby and I were going to uh, like b- try to break this down into a succinct like sort of thing. And I realized through our conversation that this was not going to happen. (laughs) We are just going to talk about star Wars for a while. So if you don't, if you haven't seen the movie, turn it off and we'll catch you at our next episode. If you have seen the movie, good on you or bad on you considering and, um, enjoy it. But Sean, Mm-hmm. Ahead lies danger. Let's go. Mm-hmm. If you don't want spoilers. So I was the first one of us three knuckle dicks to see this movie. Yeah. I went on Thursday in the earliest show possible, which was like six o'clock or something. And I went with Katie, who now that she doesn't have to wait for five hours in the theater uh, before the Star Wars premiere is totally down to go see these because she gets to take a nap for at least an hour every Star Wars movie. Sure. Um, so I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting down. I'm seeing this fucking movie. And we get through the first maybe five, ten minutes. And that's when I start to get a sinking feeling in my stomach that this is so poorly paced. I have no idea what the scroll. Fuck. No, the scroll. Well, this, okay. I will tell you this. One of the cheesiest, dumbest things you can put at the very beginning of the title scroll is the dead speak. God damn. And I was like, what? Okay, fuck that. And then goes through it. But then I I was giving it more of a chance. This movie ends, and I can tell that the entire audience in there is so passionate about Star Wars that instead of the usual cheering that I hear, I just hear, what? From like a few people. And then we all just filed out. I was, Katie was like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know if it's me. I don't know if it was that we ate edibles. I don't know. Like, I was like, is it? I, I didn't want to believe that it was as disappointing to me as I as I thought it, it right. was. I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to go see it with the guys that give a fuck about it. Maybe it was my environment. Kitty doesn't really care. Sometimes when I see a movie with somebody sure, sure, who's sure. skeptical, I kind of help sense. try to see it through their eyes. Makes sense. I'm like that to a certain degree. Like, I've seen like movies. contextual learning. Yeah. yeah. Like, when I, went to see, <laughs> when I went to see Justice League with my brother, I was like, man, that was great. We had such a great thing. And then when I went to see Justice League with somebody who was like, Dude, what the fuck? I was seeing their reactions and talking to them afterwards and going, gee, God damn it, you're fucking, you're right, fuck. And so I gave it a second chance with you guys and I was even more disappointed because I had more time to break down the parts that were just don't fit. It's it's like a puzzle box where like half the pieces are missing. And... And And my main... Okay, what's your... Let's start out with the... What's the one thing... In this movie, surprise, whatever it was, that is just the thing that you're like, fuck you for what's this piece you, what, of shit. Hey, hey, so start bullshit. that off by saying, what's your one thing? If What's the biggest problem you had with this? I, I, may I? 
You go first. Yeah. Oh, please do. Um, a complete disregard for everything that has come before us. That is my number one thing. By virtue of what? By virtue of what, though? I, I think my easiest example that I would use is just like playing so fast and loose with the rules Thank that you. dictate the force are so fucking are you stupid. Ray the Jesus Jedi? Yeah. Who can apparently heal people she by can, giving her force energy to somebody? Yeah, she can heal people. Heals a serpent first. She can drop a fucking lightsaber behind her back like Die Hard and fucking... Oh, and send it, teleport it. Send you it. You can teleport shit to people. To fucking Kylo... Like, things like that. Which started and, with the necklace, And right? I want to make or it really rips, clear. He rips no, the necklace off of her. It necklace. started with he ripped yeah, the did. necklace off. Yeah. Well, it started in the mm. last film. Yeah, it did. But those it, things dissolve. It disappeared. The yeah. dice, they disappeared. Right. It was all fake. But literally. it kind of started in Last Jedi when yes. Luke showed See, up. that's what I was going to say. And that's... had the dice, and he gave them to Leia, and then they kind of disappear or whatever. Yeah. So I was like, all right, you know, that seems okay. Yeah, you know. it was all forced. In this movie, they took that shit, they turned it up to 11. I mean, you can't, in in the context of the universe you have created, mm-hmm. you cannot do those things. Thank you. Like, that doesn't exist. It's, you, it's going too far. I'm like, you can mess with little things. Like, make it do little bends yeah. here and there. And if you want to, if maybe you guys have a plan and you're going to move forward with this thing and you're like, okay, we're going to introduce a new concept into this the force has never been a thing where like you can just fucking willy like, nilly dude just Teleport willy shit. nilly like across the galaxy bamf a fucking yeah. lightsaber into kylo ren's hands and then he gets to fucking do whatever he does because fuck that guy i mean what a shitty character and then um that was my that's my big big argument and that came in the third act when i was literally already done with this movie yeah. Like, I was so ready for the movie think, to be over when she actually gave him the lightsaber, and you saw my reaction. No, because I kept, I actually was watching you. You watched I was me more. more than I watched that you, movie. You did. You watched my reactions more than you watched the film. Yes. And I like, kept just looking over at you, and you were just so, looking straight So, forward. the one, the one foible, the one major fucking content piece that you would say would be how they willy nilly the force. Well, they just used it like a, a fucking huge MacGuffin that, that could yeah. fucking do whatever they wanted it to do to fit narratively. Yeah. So it became a, a joke. Mm-hmm. This thing that we grew up with, this force, mm-hmm. also had fucking, you know, rules. Yeah, and, you know, and, and they bent the rules slightly. Like, uh, before we knew who Ray was, which we'll get into fucking later, the, in The Force Awakens, at first I had a little bit of a problem with, how the fuck is this Ray chick who's a scavenger holding her own with a lightsaber against this guy who was trained by Luke fucking Skywalker? And now it's explained. And But I was a little perturbed by that. And I was like, I'll give him a couple movies yeah. to figure this shit out. This is like, I don't know, fucking cool. You know what else Jedis well, can do? They can shit fucking gold bricks. Ray shits a gold brick to pay for a ship that they need. Yeah, exactly. Like, just whatever the fuck. Go ahead. Whatever Jacob, you whatever need. Whatever the fuck you want. Whatever you need. They were just going to fucking. Whatever you it need to put a band-aid on that shit show of a script, just put it out there. Exactly. That was that exactly. was that. I, I, and and that one key piece is going to permeate through this entire conversation by virtue of the the, the Jedi rules, and everything has rules. You can't just open end everything. And the first six movies, and I'm not going to go in order and all that mm-hmm. shit, but the first six movies had rules. 
we all lived by them. We all understand them. And well, it made the canon make sense. You you live by them because it makes the force an actual meaningful part Thank of the you. story. Yeah. Thank so you. So when you eschew all those rules, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, who gives a shit? Now Nothing it's, else now means anything. All it is is a narrative tool. So yeah. exactly, and you're doing it of your own. You, you, the necklace. Contri- I mean, con- fuck off. You've contrived. <laughs> all That's what. Yeah, we just stuff. pulled the necklace off of her, and well, I was like, we're going to talk about specificities, what? and and we're going to talk well, about specific. <laughs> and to moments. be clear, at least when they did that, it gave them a reason that they actually found out where she was. Because I was like, okay, but then they just kept showing up wherever the fuck she was, anyways. Yeah. Oh, by the way, and like getting getting to her, and then Kylo Ren, who's supposed to be very very powerful, (laughs) sits there half defeated every time and watches as she runs away with her friends over and over again. I'm like, give chase, you fuck! You're you're doing a disservice to the dark side, dude. You're Um, in a Tie Fighter. You're in a fucking dope ass Tie Fighter. The that best thing is dope. Fighter, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure it has yeah. blaster. Shooter. Um, Shooter in what, the face. We were Saga. Ta- Bobby and I Over. At that point, I would have been so okay with them Bobby just and blasting Ray out of the fucking desert. Bobby and I were talking about... <laughs> Bobby and I were talking about that one moment. Do you run in... What are you trying to run her over? Like, yeah. what, are you, what are you doing? You're not in you a could just That was a dope shot, though. Do I really like that shot. Yeah, it was know, a great was shot, shot, but that's all they did. Exactly. It had nothing to do with the story. That was you the have a TIE fighter running into somebody. Do you want to kill her or not? Because if you wanted to kill her, you could just unleash your blasters and that would be a wrap. Yeah, you're not but a no, 73 Skylark. Run, yeah, exactly. We're going to run into her <laughs> a la Starsky and Hutch. Right, we're going to Starsky and Hutch her. We're going to run her over with the Dodge Charger. Yes. But it was cool, but fuck. It looked great on film, but it made no sense. Yeah. So... That's the your force, thing, Bobby. The force being the force teleportation. That's that's my first horrible fucking issue. My my horrible issue is Worst thing, number one yeah. going to be um, echoing. Obviously, my big my big thing is going to be the way that they use the force. There's been all this canon written and filmed saying what the canon was, and it wasn't so much that everything that we had problems with with this movie was. Wrong, but you can't expect people to read 12 books and see six movies to understand tiny little nuances in your film. You've got to set that up. If I missed a book, I shouldn't know why she can't heal or she why she's in the very first scene that you see Ray, she's floating with rocks, but she has to struggle her way up a tower to climb. There's these weird <laughs> little like continuity things that I I know they were doing for movie making sake but made no sense in the context of the story they were were trying to tell Mm -hmm. and so number one would be the reckless abandonment of the force rules yeah reckless reckless abandonment reckless is the right word reckless they fucking whatever I want to do the second problem (laughs) I have with this movie and that was the first major the second one the first hour of this movie felt like it was cut by a fucking 13-year-old. Oh, yeah. There was so much back and forth and wiping down and fucking jumping into one scenario and another. They never concluded one thing and they never started another it thing. It was like when movies it, used to be edited for time to be put on TV and they rushed right. through it. But they, they was, rushed this through was all the, the cursing shit. parts and whatever. Yeah. 
That was my second part was the fact that they just decided to wrap up 18 different story arcs in 40 minutes. And like, didn't uh, have um, any consideration Rose, on nuance. Rose, what, what is her name? I, I the, can't remember. Um, Rose, she was in the, 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 the Asian character yeah. that yeah, 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 yeah. falls in who's, love with. Who's, uh, who was awesome Boyega. in the last movie, and they barely showed was really one. good. Well, we haven't and even her arc to, was fun. We haven't even gotten to Finn yet, who became a non sequitur. He could have not been in the movie. His or hair changed it. Look, anything amazing. <laughs> his hair <laughs> and his skin. I was like, dude, is he younger somehow? Whoa. Oh, he's eaten all yeah. the abortions. So that, so that, that's kind of echoing what he said about that being the <laughs> being the worst thing about the movie. But what like, was the, what was your Sean? What was Sean your, like? Okay, take bring it. So bring thunder for anybody who's just gone through and listening to this uh, and doesn't care about the movies. I will say this: I'm ruining a big part of it. The one thing that I felt like was not earned in that movie whatsoever, and the writers didn't do a good enough job for this arc of three movies. Is that fucking kiss between Ray and Kylo oh Ren at the God. end was not We're go fucking right to the kiss. earned? I'm going straight to the kiss. That's my least favorite thing in it. it That's my. So, I was like, come so on. contrived. So stupid. I was like, what the? F-? I was like, first of all, it was so like, contrived. They hated each other so much, and not, well, and th- this is all tied into the apparently those two are a dyad in the Force, which isn't a fucking thing. And between the two, be. only the but, but only the two of them could create life, right? Is what the Emperor kind of yes. said when he's sucking yes. the life out of him. And I'm like, cool. How did Ray fucking heal that serpent? Because Kylo Ray was like in the system, in well, the nearby system or something, Sean, close enough. That- Sean, if they were the only two that could create life, why is he cloning Snoke? There is there is a, a weird disconnect. And, and himself. But seriously, gonna, the kiss. Hey, let's talk about this kiss, though. Let's, I, let's go, let's go Pal- back. Palpatine this- didn't just die because he got his throat slit and he died on the sands of Tatooine. He exploded in a reactor. Yeah, Emperor, yeah, he got so, dropped down a fucking reactor. So, and the, and the reasoning behind that being that he could transfer his thought into a fucking another person, and that was... That was Plegius. That was like fucking. That was from back. That's from the I, I EU that they ditched because the, the, they would have had the and, real and name of the Sith planet. And this is going back into my problem exit. with this. Is the one problem I've had with this. If you're gonna make a movie about a book, you've got to wrap in all the necessary things to explain your story yeah. in a movie. They did a lot of liberties with. If you didn't know the book, you're not gonna understand this part. And I think that was a disservice for the movie fans. Like, um, but they didn't going. Well, no, they, they explained. They said that nothing in the ex- EU has anything to do with any of this ever again. Like, Which is absolutely false. Yeah, they've, absolutely added, they've taken false. elements like the cloning thing with the emperor exactly. mentioning the cloning. Well, and, 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 now, and I think this might be a good time to get into it because we all obviously, as you all know by listening to this, we all have problems with the movie and the continuity and this and the force and this. The big problem that I had was the fact that they took, they gave Ryan Johnson this industry. They had to make a movie. And then after that movie decided we are going to do everything that we can to correct the quote unquote errors that he made in this movie. To the point they have Luke saying, I was wrong about everything I said in the last movie. Yeah. Dude, they did so much damage control in this movie that it made it wholly fucking unlikable. Mm -hmm. I mean, one of the big plot points in The Last Jedi was Luke being completely done with the entire concept of Jedis. Right. Yeah, he's like, it all needs to end. This all needs to end. Right. Mm -hmm. And the fucking first thing he says to Rey when he shows up as a goddamn ghost 
is that you're going to be a Jedi mm-hmm. and you're going to save the fucking universe or whatever. Which, mm-hmm. by I'm, the way, and I'm like, but wait, like you said, you were done with the Jedi. It, t- it took him to become one with the Force so and to die I, to understand all that, all can knowing. I, can I just like, yeah, do it. Uh, Ryan do Johnson it. <laughs> is a fucking incredible filmmaker. Yes, amen. And he might not have made the best fucking Star Wars that we've ever seen. He tried to make but his best. He tried to make his best version brave. of Empire Strikes Back that he could come up with. Yes, and it had so many fucking amazing. I moments. thought so too. Yeah, because there's granted, nothing in this movie that blew my mind like the fucking light speed through the destroyer. The, through the destroyer. Shit. And and, and yeah. by the way, we're and, and let's uh, for everybody that's going to say the Last Jedi was the worst thing they've ever seen. This is not for you. Because yeah, you're, you don't you're want to listening be here for to three guys that like that, that movie, sat we like down that movie. and listened and liked that movie. It wasn't our favorite Star Wars, but and we understand it's that. It's there for me, but though. it is like I lived in my top good four. fucking movie. And fuck you if you they gave him the keys to the fucking car and he drove it, and it made sense within the context of what he did. So I, I think ultimately, if I was going to point to like my biggest problem. And th- there's, this is a bigger conversation, but I, I think that the, these guys went into this Star Wars trilogy without a plan. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And that makes me really, really Thank fucking you. sad because you guys are fucking Disney. Yeah. And you got a guy like working down the hall from you. Kevin Feige, who's crushing Marvel content. Kevin Feige, who has... With multiple who, creators and 21 plus yeah, 22 movies. 23. It was... Is it 22? 20, 22, 3, 4. I thought it was 23, 20, but... It's in the early 20s. Give or take Ooh, 20... That number 23 comes up again. Give or take 20 <laughs> fucking movies that Kevin Feige maintained continuity. And not perfect, but enough that nobody... But, that, yeah. God no damn near. Really damn near, fucking Damn near, Damn near, dude. We didn't have fucking, you know... So uh, he didn't have the shoulder pad in the right position in one movie. Yeah, right. Terrence Go Howard... Fuck you know, did not make it past one movie. Yeah. That's a continuity error, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. No, we went to a different. Did, yeah, a, did, we went Edward to a different Norton. actor. Neither we did get Edward it. Norton. Edward Norton didn't make it. That was still when they were distributing by Paramount. Yeah. They were their own fucking studio. Yeah. And, and the Hulk is got... still a different studio. Yeah, yeah. But you was you see what I'm saying? Like, yes, like, I see like it. you guys are in the same fucking building, and you couldn't put together three fucking movies. That fit that, made that sense. fit together, and then J.J. Abrams is literally mad at Ryan Johnson, and maybe that's not J.J.'s fault; it's someone's fault. But like, I'm going Kathleen on like, that, man. you know, Kathleen Kennedy. You guys probably should have had a board meeting at some point and yeah. been like, "This is how this starts." This is how it fucking progresses, and this is how it fucking is. Actually, I'm gonna go. I'm There's gonna, no continuity. I'm gonna counter you on this. Okay. That's what it seems like. That's definitely what it seems like, but I'm going to put my money on what actually happened was the opposite, but to a ridiculous degree. That movie got murdered by committee. They had too many, they're like, all right, guys, what are we going to do? And too many cooks are spoiling the pot, and they overthought it to get to this point where they had all these amazing ideas, and they're like, well, okay, but now we have to smash cut the first hour of this movie so that you don't have time to process a goddamn thing. Yeah. Just bam, 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 well, bam, bam. Let's, let's take three so, steps like, back. So, like, Rose's character got destroyed. Pretty much gone. Yeah. yeah. Gone. Yeah. Everything that happened um, between Finn, Rose, Captain Phasma, 
Who I thought was going to come back, they just ditched Phasma. Oh, was an underutilized character ditched in the whole him. three movies. I mean, unbelievable, right? Ditched him. Yeah, like Boba I'm Fett sorry. status, <laughs> but not in a cool way. And No. I, yeah, what's our three steps back? If we're going three steps okay. back, where are we, Aaron? Three steps back is what I was saying is I don't necessarily think that they didn't have an arc originally. They're too smart of people. They've been all everybody involved have been doing this for a very long time. They understand that they needed to have an end game. My thing is they went into their end game. No pun intended. Seriously, <laughs> no pun intended. They went into their fucking thing and said, we have a story arc. They realized mid arc that it wasn't working and made a hard tack. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. And it shows sometimes you can take a hard tack. And it doesn't show. But I'm guaranteeing you, there's no way they went into the first one. There's no way they went into the uh, Force Awakens and didn't have an end game. They realized mid-end game that they didn't fucking have something that would land. So they had to take a fucking move. Right. So they brought in Ryan, they brought in Ryan Johnson, right, for Jedi, who who basically, and it's it's not just figuratively said fuck the force. He literally threw a lightsaber over his shoulder. Which I thought and was that, brilliant to I, have that be the end listen, of the first Sean, one. And I'm then not the beginning is fucked. I'm yeah. saying no, I, know. Li- I did I, I just love you reminded me Jedi. of it. You reminded me of it and I just I got excited love again. Jedi. I and, and I'm one of the few people outside of the guys on this table that actually enjoyed Jedi. There's pl- yeah, apparently. I love the fact that they said fuck all this shit and let's go in a different direction. The problem that I have is they got so much blowback and so much fucking fandom miscredited from that. And that they trolls. said we've got to try to fucking regroup and do something. And it felt like a desperate scrambled attempt to make everything okay. Remember Lando, right? Here's he hears him for the first for like no, five minutes. Hey. We don't understand why Han comes back and talks to his son. And I mean, that was one of the best moments in the movie. That part makes sense because they always say that if you if you kill somebody in anger when you're a Sith or, or a Jedi that they'll be with you forever and haunt you. That's like cool, that but why did he touch him and move his face? Because well, yeah, well, how did how did they fucking teleport a goddamn lightsaber? I mean, this, this, have, this goes back, back to what Bobby been, said. Uh, fucking like force, force ghost, ghost of some kind. kind no, of because he wasn't a Jedi. Exactly. You can't be a force can't ghost. Be a force ghost. You're just a ghost. He's a memory. Of, no. I think the you guys are overthinking him. it. I'm thinking Harrison Ford was like, no. I'm not going to be a fucking Forrest Ghost. And they'll put those dots on me or something? Hell no. And then they signed the checks. I'm going to be Harrison Ford. And then they signed the checks and they were like, oh, I'm going to be there. Yeah. They, I mean, they put a zero on his check, and he was like, yeah. yeah, I'll show up. All right, yeah. how do we? Th- let's get to this part that really bugs me. How do we feel about the exposition dumps? That all most of the dialogue for a lot of that movie is just an exposition dump. No more no. showcase better than, hey, we've got Carrie Fisher saying some vague things. How about we have whoever's in the scene with her just do these terrible not, exposition dumps, like telling a story, and she goes, well, yeah, maybe we should I'm do that. Not, I'm not going to beat the them fuck? up over Carrie Fisher. Get, only because they only, called an audible. Only because it, they had to call an audible. You know, she died mid movie. They did what they could with her. It could have went a lot worse, and it could have went a lot better. I think her whole death with her son was uh, was fabricated because she died in real life. Otherwise, that could have been a whole different story arc. Well, I don't know. They were um, killing everybody. Else. They killed Luke. They killed Han. They were killing everybody no, except killed, for Chewie well, uh, and the droids. Okay. Who well, should have died. We'll talk and about by that the, And by the way, oh, yeah, yeah, well, we're, we, we, like we, have to, we have to launch into that and the 3PO thing. <laughs> oh, my God, me nuts. Dude. But 
suffice it to say, there was some. I I think Abrams' whole attempt at this movie was to correct errors that he thought he and Catherine either perceived, that or that he perceived, told he was told right. like fix it. Yes, because I've seen. I remember JJ being like super stoked on Ryan Johnson because all JJ did was set the scene with, okay, we've gotten you to a point where this world is built, but you have by the end of the Force Awakens, you don't have that much of an idea of where it's going to go. Did- Ryan Johnson was super brave about where he went, and instead of embracing it, like we talked about jj decided i don't know what if we just have a million callbacks I, I and show you fucking ewoks for two I seconds i don't yeah. think that was predicated on jj abrams being personally fucking feeling like he and didn't we are, do him justice this is all speculation and what, you I know did, of course and what did ryan johnson actually do other than make a billion dollar fucking movie exactly i mean he made a film that made like a billion Thank dollars it made well, tons of money what the fuck it. do they care about let's, and yet let's, so let's be it's honest it's okay that it's controversial no, it's not because a company right? like Disney looks at oh feedback online and yeah. that's like, we need to do whatever the fuck they say yeah, because all Ryan of these Johnson. people that run all the companies in America that make these knee-jerk reaction decisions to online feedback we are, are all garbage and we need to realize that in 20 years we're going to look back and go, remember when 10 assholes would get online with a million bots and look like they were 10,000 people to make a difference in fucking Hollywood yeah. when they shouldn't have ever? And let's, let's be you- honest, like there was a film ready to be made after Last Jedi mm-hmm. that probably could have been fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, and not and had elements and of this, silly. but not all of them. It would have right. had a lot of the right. elements. Right. Was like the, the whole like, oh, if you start a rebellion, people will show mm-hmm. up kind of idea. That thing. I, so he built that up. Yeah. In the end of fucking Last Jedi, the little kid with the broom and the whole fucking thing, mm-hmm. they're like, oh no, there are other force users people out there. everywhere. Like, yeah, we're, yeah. we're ready to go. Mm-hmm. You know, but instead they threw it out as fan service. What was it? What you called it? The uh, oh, look to your left. On your left. The on, on, your left, left. on your left. Yeah. I was like a little too close to Endgame to pull yeah. that. Yeah. Come on. Man. Yeah. I, I I just think there was a lot of correct course correction was the biggest name of the game in this movie. They saw a lot of shit not going right for them and got so much blowback. Now, let's be honest. If if, if Last Shot I came out and they made a billion dollars, which they did, mm-hmm. they made a billion dollars and everybody online was like, this is the best movie ever. Guess who's directing this movie? Ryan Johnson. Ryan, Ryan Johnson. Johnson was, so, yeah. so, they it wasn't so that. much the choices that were made in that movie. It was the fact that it was panned so hard by whoever they feel is important enough to pan it that they had to go in a different direction. And But, man, you don't have to go. Um, and then that's my really my biggest gripe with this film was like, why do you have to just fucking throw the middle finger at Ryan Johnson for oh, doing it was, and it was obvious. Job? And it was obvious. I too. compared it to they shit in Ryan Johnson's mouth, took great photos of it, and then gave us a PowerPoint presentation where yeah. they're clicking through slides and like, now, here's a different angle of us shitting in Ryan Johnson's mouth. We just yeah, want you to no, know that they, we shit they, in they, Ryan Johnson's they mouth. They definitely I mean, threw him, and I think that was J.J. Abrams and Kathleen basically job saving. Oh, oh like the line, to so her parents extent. were nobody. So was Ryan Because jo- they chose so to So was be. Ryan Johnson. Oh, Ryan Johnson. Let's mm-hmm. talk about who your parents really are, which we'll get to. That's a big deal we haven't yeah. talked about. Ryan Johnson's literally one of the best filmmakers of my lifetime. Yes, he is. I heard do nothing you, but amazing Bobby, things about Knives oh, Out. And Bobby, and Bobby, by the way, do um, you want to talk about outside of Knives Out, which is the best we've done it in 30 years? I mean, it's we won't even so much fun. How many movies has he made that was quality movies? Um, this isn't a 
hack. We've got Looper's the first one. That Looper, really Brick, Looper one of the best science, science fiction, fiction films that's been made in five years, fucking thirty years. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Brothers Bloom. Brothers yeah. Bloom is fucking fantastic. So goddamn good, dude. I mean, uh, Ricky guy- Ricky Jay. We were talking about yeah. him earlier. I've met this fucking guy. Ricky Jay narrates that fucking movie. Dude. Ricky Jay is in Knives Out. By virtue of a fucking photograph. I didn't oh, yeah. Know that. Ryan Johnson I and Ricky J are such good friends that they fu- he so fucking dumb. put Ricky J in a in a photograph just right, to make right, sure. Right. So, so the, point, point. Anywho, <laughs> the point my being, point being not a hack. Talk, not a hack. Yes. This is a gentleman that can make fucking amazing movies. Mm-hmm. He made Brick, which was like a weird teenage high school noir. Which was that fucking was fantastic. So fucking but good. not a hack. No. Not a hack. No. And they fucking tossed like they this They eviscerated guy. this guy. Yeah. So yeah. let's talk about, you guys talked about how they may not have, have a, had a plan or they had to do too much course correction. I think it was, cor- I think it's, you think it's that unwise certain to elements, say there wasn't a plan. Okay, but do you think, what elements do you think were there the whole time? Do you think that when they first started making this movie, they were like, Ray is going to be dun, 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 fucking Emperor sure, Palpatine's sure, sure. grandchild. And is it that Emperor Palpatine? Is it one of the fucking clones? Like, what's right, the right, story? Right, 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 and, right. To not, and to not only, I, I don't mind that. That's actually brilliant at a certain point. I'm like, oh God, that's brilliant. But to d- do a disservice to, if you're going to go that fucking route, then you better give me five to ten minutes explaining what the fuck happened with the parents, why the parents why? were, what happened with the parents in Palpatine, why were yeah. the parents like, don't just say, oh, they were trying to protect you. Great. No, tell me that fucking story. I'm interested in that shit. Well, that would, that part actually would have been interesting to know, like, why are these fucking idiots related to fucking Emperor Palpatine? Right. Yeah. If they're right. just like slave traders or See, whatever the fuck yeah. they described them as and, on Tatooine or yeah. no, it was Jakku. Jakku, you know, and that's then, like, the problem. Okay, with- so like, why are they? Okay, I had no backstory to them whatsoever. That's the problem with most of this last movie. It no wasn't plan. what happened. It just felt like it was so contrived and forced, based on fan reaction or whatever. There was no salient like yeah. definitive way that they went about doing their business. It felt like it was just a shredded put together fucking jambalaya of whatever we can come up with to make this make sense. Mm-hmm. And I felt it. The first hour of that movie was such a mishmash more of, of a cuts. Gumbo, granted. It's more of a gumbo. Jambalaya, actually. And there were cool parts. Credits. Like, light speed skipping? Awesome. Yeah. But- <laughs> I, 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 To be honest with you, I even have a problem with that. Space is made point zero 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 nine of matter. And every time they light skipped, they were on a planet. And they were, like, almost... How did you which miraculously makes it more, just, Which makes yeah. it more pleasurable for audience goers, but didn't make it. Yeah, sense. Yeah, and, and I would have been That's okay with that start. in they a really well-written movie, like, fucking... <laughs> if that happened in a well-written movie like Empire Strikes Back, yeah, then I would be like, oh, fuck cool it. cool as fuck. Awesome. Yeah. Right. Because right, you guys right, are right. actually writing this you movie. You earned it. Right. Lawrence Kasdan... Is writing this movie. Amen. He's a good Amen. screenwriter. Amen. But instead, we got Chris Terrio. Yeah, we got Batman versus <laughs> Superman's Chris Terrio, who was like, "Guess so, what? Hey guys, I was just doing research on the shitter. Did you guys know both these motherfuckers' moms are named Martha? Let's make a whole thing about that, guys." Right. Oh my god. <laughs> well, and and going back, going back to Bobby's point, and just to kind of take a couple steps back and look at this. Yes, we have a problem with the canon because we're fans of what we do. 
I and, and you guys are might be bored with this in virtue of sure. for, with what it is. It wasn't a necessarily bad movie in context of a singular kind of encased movie. It wasn't shot poorly. It wasn't acted no. poorly. It wasn't a bad uh, movie. There was some bad acting. But there uh, were some parts like Oscar Isaac going, all right, everybody. I like it Oscar turns out Isaac. somehow Palpatine returned. And I was like, are you about to cover your mouth to keep from laughing? Like when fucking Ewan <laughs> yeah. McGregor had to say, kill uh, younglings in the well, prequels and, and couldn't goes, help but laugh. This has been in one of the 10 best science fiction movies of the last decade. Ex Machina. Ex Machina. Yeah, Ex Machina. By the way, if you haven't yeah. seen it, go see it. Yeah. Or you're a loser. You might want to do so, that. But, but the reason I mentioned <laughs> that. It was a great apocalypse. There <laughs> are good science fiction films. Yeah, was, yeah like, like X-Men Apocalypse that he was also in and he was great. I, I, had, a, I had more of a, I had a more. Yeah. Jokes. Sorry. Uh, yeah, Sorry. super jokes. I had a more problem with the way that they decided to chop this up and try to make it palatable. It was like a, they tried to baby bird it into our mouths and we didn't need that. We wanted to feed by ourselves and find our own food. And like we had to with this whole saga and they just, they just chopped it all up in a Buffalo chopper and shoved it down our gullet. Mm -hmm. And I get that's fine for moviegoers that don't understand the canon. I keep going back to what Bobby's first problem was, which is all of our first problems, which is the willy-nilly use of the force. Yeah. And why that's important is because if you if you disregard the rules of the force, you disregard the potential of the story. That's true. You can't continue to fuck with this thing and pressure story forward. Yeah. You can't say I can float here, but I can't fly there. And that's a problem. I that cannot shoot have lightning out of my hands here, but I can shoot it there. It makes the story abrupt. Right. It's not just superpowers. But that shit happened it in just the last makes, Jedi too. With, it makes the floating, whole thing. But people that hated that shit are okay with this because all the people they hated the last Jedi all love this shit. And the worst reviews I've seen from them is even after that last fucking god awful thing, this is the best they could possibly do with what was left over. So Bullshit. they like it. Yeah. I know. But that I, that wasn't even that. I don't feel like that was pushing the force and this too much. Isn't, this of her isn't even the same. And she didn't float. She pulled. She, she pulled. pulled. Yeah. She pulled herself yes. into the spaceship. There's yeah. so many. There's but that people that have problems with that all of a sudden are from forgiving. a physics standpoint after actually that, makes sense. After that, but after that, they're forgiving fucking. In the context I am, of the I am Jesus well, Christ, Jedi, the healer, and, and unless I will she, put my hand on you, I'll stab you, and then fucking. Uh, by the way, how's that? I'm gonna well, stab you. I don't know. Hold on. <laughs> if you're not a fan of the books or haven't read the books, you have no idea the fact that. In your mind, you're going, Leia. Leia was nobody. And if you're watching just the movies, mm -hmm. Leia was nobody. She was just... Well, she was Leia. Leia. Yeah. Listen, she, she was, was the Skywalker. She was the inspiration, but she wasn't a Jedi fucking master. And then Until. you jump right into now where she's training Rey. Yeah. And you're like, where did she become a Jedi master? You're like, oh no, you got to read. Listen, the last one, but they, no, no, no. they wait till like no, third act of this movie to show us the whole, her training and shit. But the whole, the so, whole like the old, whole thing is, oh, you got to read the books. Old, yeah, you don't exactly. Know. Nobody old, said that shit because no, old no. canon was yeah, no, very, yeah. very no. When she started doing her training, not, and then they had the twins. But that's Jade why it's not right. That's why it's not canon anymore, right? Like that, that's why they issued these whole fucking like old canon novels. And like, then Han, fan and, service Han and Leia this. spawned the twins. 
some of the that were the, oh wait a yes. second were the twins the dyad that yeah. they're talking like, about like the most incredible fucking force users like in the universe oh, okay so they did rip off a bunch of the books that yes. I yes they did but they but don't did, want but they don't want to um attach themselves to it and be held accountable uh, for the actual narrative of it see what I'm saying so they killed canon and James Abrams was a huge part of that. Because well, he, well, like, he was like, "Fuck canon." Well, because he's like, "If we, if we, either we tell those stories exactly as they are in the exactly. book, and the fans but will all be like, great, it's but a revolt. It's nothing new.' It's a but revolt. guys, but guys, you can't say fuck canon and then use it when it's fucking convenient, convenient right? Yeah, okay, that makes you total can't sense. say fuck all of you and then fucking decide actually, to bring canon back. This guy's just gonna fucking decide actually, out of the fucking blue. You super, <laughs> you super can. Yeah, and, and they, they super just and did. they super just did. And guess what? And that movie's gonna make. We are in the minority. A trillion dollars. Yeah. and that's a point I want to make right now. People are too stupid. The point I want to make right now is my friend. Uh, he's a loose friend. A fr- he's a friend of a. Fr- he's the brother of a friend, and we don't get along very well online <laughs> that's because super outside is crazy. My friend babe. Sarah's brother Mike. <laughs> I met this one guy that hurt himself skating, and his brother. My friend my, Sarah. Sarah's brother Mike. Mike. Who I've never met, but I did a podcast with we them once before. For he and I are, are. Is he a Patriots fan? Re- no. Mike is too much like me, so I disagree with him very often. He was like, dude, it doesn't matter how you fucking feel about this movie because you will pay the mouse every time another one of these comes out. And that's the fucking point here. Doesn't matter if they suck. Doesn't matter. You're going to yeah. go out and pay. And I was like, holy fuck, I can yell all that I want. I can get as pissed yeah. all I want, yeah. but I'm going to go see the next fucking Boy, thing. Boy, what a great theater. premise to do art. Is the fact that somebody's gonna fucking go see it just for virtue of the lineage that you and you think Disney would operate by that as well? Jesus they should have said that after the Last Jedi. Well, okay. It doesn't matter; these people are gonna pay for it. Let's keep our fucking dignity and move this story forward. So it's it's Christmas. It is. It is. So why don't we talk for a second about like the things that Disney's doing that are well? How about really, how about really because it's good? Christmas? Because it's Christmas, how about each of us is going to force ourselves now to say the one thing that they <laughs> really liked about the movie? Okay. To be fair, there's got to be something that you really there was, fucking liked there about was the movie. There was a couple redeemable I'm going moments. first. Okay. Bobby? Because I'm going to fuck you on this. Okay. Who's that little m- fucking mechanic dude? Oh, yeah. Uh, no, you're Bobby not yeah, Dick. No. Bobby <laughs> Dickhead. Dude, what Babu is that Fleek? guy's name? Bobby He's on Fleek. Bobby Fleek. Yeah. Totally on Fleek. Yeah. Dude. That's... It, it, he's not Baby Yoda. No, but but he's there. Fuck, dude. He's there. Dude, when fucking I want C3PO. a buddy cop show. Yeah. Oh, we talked about this. Bobby and I talked about this. Buddy With this cop fucking show. dude and Bobby Baby Yoda Feek and would no. be fucking no. incredible. We said it's Turner and Hooch, but it's Babu Fleek and Tracy Morgan. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, Tracy Morgan's gonna be like the police commissioner. He's the police commissioner, and he's gonna come in, and he's like, "Hey, you, you what the fuck are you doing, Babu? Fucking Baby Yoda?" And he just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When fucking C three PO talks Sith, and the little guy's just like, "Oh, uh, by the, the way, the funniest thing in that." I mean, I almost pissed myself. And you're not fucking me on that one. That's not my favorite thing. Did right, somebody good. change C three PO's LED lights in his eyes to go red? Little Never bit. mind. Little okay, a little bit. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, 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 there's so much. There's so much. What's there's your so much. What's your favorite thing, buddy? My favorite thing about this, there is two. I thought the you're I, too close and really loud, and it's clipping on there. I thought that the I thought that the 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 some of the fight scenes were better than I thought when I watched it because I was more worried about the content than the action. 
I think uh, fucking uh, Kylo shit in the very beginning when they opened up on him fucking hacking and slashing on fools was dope style. as shit. And also that fight scene, the water scene, even though it didn't make sense at the end, if you want to get really technical, was super well shot mm. and very dope. When they're going uh, to the old down Death Star. The yeah, next, the really next, good. and I got so many problems with that dagger <laughs> fucking, we haven't even talked dagger yet. The dagger and the wayfinder? So, uh, Selling toys, so motherfucker. Mad, so mad, <laughs> so mad about it. Um, the other really good scene, yeah, right. The only good scene, not not aside from Babu Fleek, who is on Fleek oh the entire God, movie. Oh, my God. Babu Fleek is the, the, the dope. Your yeah, droid is red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, he was like an old Ukrainian grandmother. But he uh, was the cutest little thing you could hold in your I, I swear to God, if that guy wants to go do blow and drink all night, I'm with him. I'm in it to win it I'm with that I'm with fuck. him. The other part. I'll let him really, touch my dick. That was. Yeah. That I'll was, let him stand on it. I'll other, wake up with that guy on Wednesday. The other part. <laughs> <laughs> the other part that was sentient and meant a lot to me, and I can't understand whether he was a memory or a first ghost because he touched him and his face moved. Whatever, was the father son uh, mm. scene between Kylo and Han was very touching. Mm. Those it, were the two scenes, and I'll be fair. That you're right. That were dope to me. Yeah. I thought it was very fucking very powerful. It, it was. It was a powerful moment that wasn't, d- didn't make any sense within the context of whatever. No. But it was dope to see him. And actually, Adam Driver um, through the course of this whole three movies as much as it could be poorly written and all that, I think he's done a great job he's in that fantastic. character. He's a really, great really job. good actor. And man. especially in this, that moment between that moment between him and Han, and that moment between him and fucking Ray, were great. Not the kiss aside, the the moments that they had, the, the intimate moments, well, were very well acted. And if you actually like that guy. Which hopefully you do. Like he's it's a good a actor. actor mm-hmm. So go watch some Noah Bomba movies. Yeah, who's an amazing filmmaker. Watch the Marriage. Watch, watch the Marriage. I mean, or don't. I mean, or, you might not yeah. want to. Or you know yeah. what? You might it come might out divorced. Suck ass. <laughs> but, <laughs> but but the Han Solo him moment. No, and he's, then, he's and a good actor. That was that was one that stuck. That was prescient and very fucking powerful. What was powerful. the Ben Stiller Noah Bombay movie where he was the young guy hipster kid and Ben Ben Stiller wanted to fucking anyway. Um, but it was. It, He's a really fucking good actor. And, and they gave him nothing on this movie to work with. And he worked with what no. he had. No, he shows up shit. and he shows up and he's gone. So those that. are mine. Yeah. Those are my big moments. In you that. guys might disagree with me here, but my favorite moment is one that is based on Almost something always. that we've always lamented as fans. And it's something that nerdy fans about the whole canon always point out. And you may think it's super fan servicey. But when fucking Lando hands the medal to Chewie that Chewie never got at the oh, end of A New Hope, yeah, I knew you'd love that, that shit was just like, all right. The first time I saw it, I was like so pissed at everything else. And I was like, fuck you, you don't get to try to make me feel better about this. But the second time, I was like, you know what? That shit's fucking dope. It was a that nice, shit's it was a, dope. It was a nice little nod. How about we On the other side of that, Lando going, tell Leia how oh, much God. I love her. And I'm oh, like, oh, guys, is this going somewhere? Are you guys going to fuck or something? By and the then way, nothing happens. It was great it. to see Billy D, but meant nothing to the story. He's had a, lot of, he's had uh, a lot of salt. Has he? Absolutely nothing, nothing to the story. But and let he me didn't talk even about, he was there. He was let like, let me oh, talk ha, about ha, 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 how Chewie looked like he just got his hair did the entire movie. Yep. You're talking about the cleanest, His well-groomed, so on fleek. Wookie. They were. That, Dude, he I, was I can't popping, even. dog. 
Yeah. He was popping. He had his shit all arched out. And Lando did. He had his hair all did. He didn't do shit. Nothing. Nothing. And how how are you going to have it be a surprise when he shows up wearing, like, the same shit he wore in fucking the beginning of Return of the Jedi when they rescue? I never had a costume change. This was supposedly the new trilogy version of Return of the Jedi. Yeah, so they ripped exactly. Dope would have been to fucking have Lando fire the shot. Oh, whatever. Dope. You know what I mean? Dope. Just something that he was just like, Bro, fuck he it. was fucking Did it again. Put, put it on. <laughs> put it on Dak, dude. Put, you know? <laughs> yeah. Dude, and he threw up. Y'all bl- forget about Lando. He, he threw up Crip and just fucking blasted and, it, dude. And just that fucking dropped dumb. another and shot. And then turns to the screen and that goes, saved the cold, 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 cold 45. I got you. Bro. I got you, brother. I got you. Come on. Um. Well, there was a lot of have there was a lot of we haven't even gotten to the, okay <laughs> we're uh, so done there's one no 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 we're not done there's an extra no, long one I just for the keep holidays. drinking because I'm thinking about how much this movie missed all right mark. listen I want to talk about one thing and I want to get I you guys breaking feedback. it down we've never we've never talked about this interpersonally about this particular point of the movie. You just said which interpersonally. That's the biggest word we've used on this podcast in a long time. Congratulations. Pneumana ultramicroscopic silico-volcano coniosis. That's the largest word That's in the English literally language, isn't the it? Largest it word. used to be anti-disestablishmentarianism no, before people had the internet. It's very low. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I'm just worried that we're actually going to fuck after this conversation. Worried? Right. <laughs> How about excited? <laughs> I'm a little excited. Bobby's going to get it. Bobby's getting it in his chewy and his baka. Oh! Hey! What does that mean? I'm not I giving you credit for this I don't shit. Know. With, with my Lando? With your Lando. <laughs> um, with your fucking sand speeder. So, <laughs> I, this is the one question I want to have. Who and why... And what? The dagger. <laughs> okay. Toys. That Dude. and the Wayfinder are just toys. Uh, okay. Is that what you're going with? That was it. It was Dude, Mark. Wait, it was merch. Star Wars is such it a was merch. Star Wars is such a you're machine now. You're saying they were out is such a big part I'll of it. I'll say this. It Boba just merch. Fett is fucking merch. That, and the only reason we love Boba Fett is mouth. because we were younger you shut your and mouth. we let theater of the you mind shut your mouth. build. No, it, you were, dude, and that's you another thing. There's also kids that are going to see this movie and love it. And guess what? The adults that hated the first Star yep. Wars because it was cheesy and you loved it as a kid, but all of a sudden now that you're older and you can't accept it, gonna, there's a big fucking difference in generations. Mandalorian is going to explain Boba Fett, and that's my prediction. Well, yeah. Next, next. Well, I'm saying he was going to sell toys. To sell toys. That's it. What, what can we put in here to sell another fucking toy? Let's figure out. Because they always have to find a thing. You, okay, you're saying they made such an important part of this movie. In the yes. movie, simply to sell toys. Well, is that kind more important than the Wayfinder? Or not they both to drive go narrative. They not both to go do together. Any of it. It's as bad. The Wayfinder's worse, I think, than the fucking dagger. The dagger's yeah. kind of cool by itself. The, the Wayfinder had thing, it explaining. But in the first minute of the movie, he just was like, check this thing out and something. I'm like, that was when I was starting to get worried the first time I saw it. I was like, what the fuck is that? That's a little too crazy to not give me any. Kind of, I mean, they tried in the, in the crawl. Zero Listen, they tried in the crawl. Who but not forged really. a dagger with Sith writing on it that nobody could interpret with the little no, droids can interpret that have the thing in them? That oh, you mean the memory Sith. that got erased that didn't get erased because R2 had the whole thing the but whole time? No, but it did get erased because he still couldn't remember shit at the end. We only have R2's memory. I'm pretty sure he only Kylo. has R2's memory. It was Kylo Zen. He's he's a more laid back dude. He doesn't like lightsabers. He finds some 
Kylo Zen? Yeah, Kylo Zen. Finds <laughs> a lightsaber, it'll be a little barbaric. Okay. <laughs> hey man, you know what I'm gonna do. I'm just New gonna slot you over there. I'm gonna, make a, I'm gonna make a, over there. I'm gonna make a dagger, bro. Kylo Chill. Kylo Chill. No, Kylo, Kylo Zen rhymes. No. It's way better. Kylo Chill. Kylo, terrible. everybody, <laughs> shut the fuck out. <laughs> but do you know the problem? Okay, the dagger. So the dagger. Explain the dagger no, outside of no just merch. There's no explanation. Explain outside the story of it. I guarantee. Okay, I'll almost guarantee you that there was something in the plot. Like it was like they saw some writings on a fucking wall or something, and they were like, "Hey, you know what?" The marketing team calls and goes, "Hey, so we we're going over the script. You know that? Can you etch that into a dagger? We could turn it into a toy, so we can make millions of dollars during the holiday season." Thank sure. you. Understood that. Understood. Okay. The, the from a story, I'm I'm trying to go back to the story, not the merchandising part of it. And I understand why. The yes, you're 100 percent right. You can't separate Star Wars and the merchandise after the everybody knows how much Lucas. That's where he made all of his money. Why was there a dagger forged? Who forged it? Well, they found why it. Why was there? Yeah, uh, they found bad, it. A lot of bad things have happened with it, apparently. But yeah. let's not tell. They you found it when they fell into the desert. Oh, you mean the desert that Ray could have fucking because, no, no. because them apparently all out of? we're watching Romancing no. the Stone. No, no, no! Thank it turned, you. No, it turned into the Goonies, dude. It turned into the yeah. Goonies in a terrible way. Goonies. They're uh, down there and they're like, "Here's Chester Copperpot's bones." That's yeah. not a good sign. When you heal a serpent, Ugh. when you heal a serpent like a video game, as soon as he leaves, he knocks down a wall that you can immediately escape. Because they couldn't have killed the serpent, the same thing would have happened. No, because they can't get out. Great. Ray could have if Ray Great. could grab a fucking a hundred thousand ton ship, Rageous. but she can't knock some boulders away to escape. Blow okay. Seth. So while we're just meandering. Yeah, we and are meandering. You get that this, edit this shit. Oh, I'm not really editing this because um, I'm fucking no, on vacation. I'm just gonna. We're all on vacation. Um, what the fuck is going on with Chewbacca? Okay. Who? What, Thank what? you. What do you mean? Okay. So wait. Oh, the, the do- oh, the fake death thing. The fake. Oh no! Death. They literally put him on a fucking spaceship. And didn't and, and then didn't, blew it up. Yeah. And then didn't insinuate no! that he was anywhere else. It wasn't like he the must story have been another transport. All thought like maybe he could, maybe he couldn't. They literally killed Chewbacca and then fucking. Literally five minutes later. Well, because the movie was so perfect. Ah, that was supposed to probably be ah, 20 minutes. That was ugh. supposed to be 20 minutes probably in between that. A but real the movie filmmaker. got edited so shittily that they were like, Thank you. oh, he's only been dead yeah. for five minutes. Okay, uh, so I'm blaming JJ, Abrams for this. I know you're an avid listener, friend of the podcast. Of course. JJ Abrams, Abrams been on. Um, I mean, God, it's been four years. It's been a little while. Yeah. I, I, I know I lit him up for uh, Lost Season 6, but... <laughs> I mean, dude, why in the fuck would you not at least show like a weird little like spaceship flying off in the background? Yes. So this thing blows up. I'm like, there's not a lot of airspace here. The mountains aren't that tall. Where the fuck else did they go? Where the no, no, no. It goes beyond that. That's literally the fucking spaceship they put Chewbacca in. Yeah. They put him in that fucking spaceship. Do they, you think they they included it and said, "But let's bring him back because people the uh, the test yes. audience, test audiences didn't this deal is, with it." Okay, this is my bigger point. Test audiences couldn't God, handle it. I got drunk and I forgot about my let's bigger go, point. Let's go. Let's go. This is all a product of test audiences. Groupthink. Test audiences. Mob bullshit. Mob rule. Fucking board directors. Fucking like Kathleen Kennedy. That's not art. That's, That's all. Paint this by is. numbers. It's paint by numbers versus yes. art. Nothing happened artistically in this movie. Thank you. 
Nothing. Not Thank really. You. Was wow. it a pleasurable movie for uh, except non- for the animators? Believers? No, except for the was, animators, the CGI great. and the fight scenes. That yeah. I'm not going to take anything away from the digital well, animators. Thank God we had some. Thank and God we had shiny objects. Production design to production design and CGI artists did a great job. I was going to mention a piece of shit. I was going to mention Michael Bay as being some sort of like like anecdote and fucking. No, he's actually made a good movie. I was going to say Michael Bay is recent Hollywood PT Barnum. He just. Look at the fat kid with the I beard. C- I couldn't get through six underground, but anyway. Um, <laughs> oh no, that, that's even much. It's a dumpster fire. Dude, oh my god, sucks. Ryan Reynolds should fucking yeah, poke his it. own self in the neck because I've loved that man forever and he fucked up. But oh, yeah, god. you told me you, made, you were a huge fan of two guys, a girl, in a pizza place, and everything he that's was in. That's not for true. Him. I never said that to Sean. You know, you, so, you tattooed it on yourself. You know? He was well, a guest star on. Scrubs. I like I like the girl with the take bitties, dude. I like that girl, dude. <laughs> she get it, dude. Okay, Star Wars. Um, star skirmishes. Yeah, star skirmishes. <laughs> we all have problems with this movie. It makes us feel really, really weird, based on canon, based on all really that like stuff. <laughs> As in, Bobby hates nothing worse than the things that he loves. Ask Jess. Ask, oh my God! Oh. <laughs> Salient. Leave that in. Yeah, you, leave that in. Leave that in. Suffice it to say, there was a lot of un. There was a lot of knots that were created, and a lot of knots that were untied, and a lot of knots that we didn't even know existed, and a lot of knots. That we've never even seen. And the only Nazi there is a weird Don Nazi. There is a weird, yeah. yeah, yeah. Lana! There is a lot of weird shit that fucking <laughs> happened in the course of this whole fucking that thing. That was your Don Nuts. That was my Don Nuts. <laughs> there, is a, there was a lot of weird shit that happened in this. We all have a fucking really big problem with like certain specificities of this movie. I get it. It's weird to listen to. No. Suffice it to say, this movie made a very, very, very weak attempt at trying to wrap up a bunch of shit that they created. It's their fault. Mm-hmm. It's Disney's yes. fault for doing what they did. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. I don't want to go like Goodwill no, hunting here. Are it's, we going to do that? It's not your but fault. This is not your fault. It's not your fault. Not this you, is man. not your fault. Not you. It's not you, man. <laughs> no. Hey, um, no sh- this is not, not your fault. fault. Um, <laughs> they did this. They did this too. They did so, this. So, I understand you're upset. I understand it's bad. Remember that we went through this whole fucking journey together. It's not the worst thing you've ever seen. And I don't want to make it seem like it's the worst it's thing you've ever seen. The, Attack of the it's Clones. Not even the worst was, or second worst. I'd Attack of the Clones was the most garbage fucking Star Wars. Attack Can of the Clones. Can we finally say that? And then Phantom right. Menace. And oh, then oh, here we are. Can we name down the nine? Oh, God, no. Oh, you know what? Name no. the nine. Fuck that. That is the most tired, played out thing. Everybody can go read their Facebook and Instagram feeds to see a it's thousand our, of these coming out right ours. now. It's ours. It's ours. All right. Let's do it. This name takes, the nine. There's a lot make, of, it, make it fast. Oh, wait. Just the nine. Do the a nine. Name the, the nine. Just on the saga. Like, not all. Right, all. all right. I can do that easily. Go. Okay. All right. Number one. Empire Strikes Back, because I'm not an idiot. Right. Number two, A New Hope, because I'm not an idiot. Number three, Return of the Jedi. And then after that, <laughs> fucking Go fuck Force yourself. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Shit. No. Yeah. God no, damn it. No, See what no, I'm no, saying? No, no. Dude, hold on. Okay. So Empire Strikes Back is my favorite. Then right under that is A New Hope. Then right under that's The Force Awakens. And then, then right under that Skywalker. is... The, no, then right under that is Return of the Jedi. Then right under that is The Last Jedi. Ooh. Then... 
Uh, then wow. rise, then yeah. rise of Skywalker, be, yeah. rise of Skywalker, Whoa. and then um, uh, f- uh, episode one, and then Attack of the Clones at the bottom. We might have the same list. Yeah, yeah. I mean, clearly, Empire Strikes Back is yeah. the greatest Star Wars. Movie. We can say at the point that this is wrapping up, to and the we've point wrapped we're this wrapping up, it up. We understand that to the Empire point is the like, best. Empire Strikes Back is not only the best Star Wars movie. But might be one of the best movies of all it's time. It's one of the best fucking movies Thank of you. all time. Thank you. Narratively, it's fucking perfect. It it It's ultimately one of the most... Uh, like, Lawrence Kasdan and fucking Lucas and those guys... Um, the other guy, I can't remember the director. The other guy. What the fuck is yeah. his name? That dude. I don't know who you're talking they about. They call but me because no, Lawrence Kasdan wrote they and directed one of them, and then another fucking, guy directed one. Oh, my God. And we could throw it out to Frank Oz. Yeah. They smoked it. Fucking, I mean, smoked you kidding it. me? Yeah, yeah. Great so tell us Yoda. your fucking list, dog. Fuck off. <laughs> What are you in a fucking hurry? Hey, just because Star You're Wars. You're the one going on vacation, bitch. Yeah, just because asshole. We can't really fucking. We can't record since you. Okay. You're going. Empire Strikes Back is far and away. That's number one. Far and away. We can all agree on that shit. Um. Then I said A New Hope was my second one. Yeah. Um. You think Return over New Hope? This is why I. This no, is where I no, diverge. I, I don't like Return of the Jedi. Um. I'm going to actually. I have a weird affinity for samurai movies. Mm. And for things of the nature, I, I, I have watched Rogue One like twenty times. We said times. saga only, Dick. Saga Jeez. only. Oh, saga right. only. <laughs> um, so I guess only episodes one through nine. Oh. So you have nine um, movies to rank. Okay. Return yeah, you of the can't Jedi. Rogue One. In Return it. of the Jedi would be your second favorite. No, After, not no, New Hope. no, no, no. New Hope. Empire Strikes Back. New Hope. Thank you. Um, then I said Force Awakens before Return of the Jedi. I know that's actually where things get weird. Um, I would actually say Force Awakens as well. I would also say shit, man. You you guys are that wow. Did, did I, I even, do this? Did I even mention yeah, Revenge of the Sith? This. I think I just left Revenge no, of the you Sith. Because I think Re- Revenge of the Sith would be right after this. Revenge of the Sith still is just has all those horrible elements of the prequel. I know, but it's I still think, so cheese. No, but I think Revenge of the Sith belongs right after Return of the Jedi. And honestly, like there's things about Revenge of the Sith I really fucking love. Oh, the lightsaber love. battle at the end. The last, oh my god, the third dude. act is epic. That no, is beyond that, so General epic. Grievous. Fucking yeah, I mean, in the Senate, bad. Yoda fighting yeah. fucking the Emperor oh, and throwing man. shit at each other. Dude, like, like, there's a lot of really great shit in Revenge of the Sith. There is. So, and if you're a Star Wars fan, go out and find the fan cut of all three of the I first hate, movies. Right? I hate the Ewoks. So, see, I saw it when I was a kid, so I love them, and then see, now I feel too. different about it. Me too. Neat, but it's my list. You so I'm gonna go. You were a kid say, too. Did you hate it when it came out? I did not like the fucking. Ewoks when it came out. You're gonna stick to the you're gonna say that you didn't like that movie because of the Ewoks when you were no. what nine when that So I'm gonna out? go with no, I'm forty-five. Yeah. So I'm gonna go ahead and go with Revenge of we're we're doing this list yeah, yeah. today. So I'm gonna go Revenge of the Sith. God damn, is my third favorite? Wow, think about that. If we're dog. not counting Rogue One, then yeah. But my liking of Batman versus Superman means that my opinion's dog shit. Yeah, you're a moron. He just moron. put a prequel yeah, in the top asshole. three. Hey, he put Aquaman. a prequel in the Settle top down, three. Settle down, Aquaman. I said I, 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 said I fucking down, enjoyed Aquaman. that movie even though it was terrible. Yeah. 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 Then Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Then. <laughs> the Last Jedi? Mm, yeah. Last Jedi. 
for sure. And honestly, if I'm if I'm being honest with myself, like Last Jedi might even be better than fucking Return of the Jedi. Oh, as a movie, yeah. Like yeah. just as like if you're looking at it objectively, yeah. like if I'm actually, oh, like I'm gonna doing, piss off. If I'm actually doing right the now. thing, like I'm gonna piss I think off Last Jedi everybody. might be better than Return oh, of the Jedi. I'm gonna piss off. All right, now everybody. fire off the rest of them. Um, except for the. The lightsaber battle at the end of Return of the Jedi is one of the greatest things Thank you. ever fucking Thank you. happened. The music too with Thank it. You. Oh, it's just, dude, it's and the opening, the job of the hut scene. Are you shitting me? Mm-hmm. And then the fucking Boba Fett Fuck falls in the fucking Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here, Fuck out of here with that yeah. shit. Oh, plus all it's the speeders great. on. Fuck yeah. out of here. All right, Fuck no, 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 no. You talk me into it. Return of the Jedi, then Last Jedi, um, Force Awakens. I find to be. Really serviceable, really fucking entertaining. I, I like it. that movie, dude. I like that movie. I love it just because, but it's, it's even a, though it's an unoriginal retread, it's a retread of I really love it. It's, it's a retread of New Hope. So, there you go. That's my next one. Word. What's the shitty one in for? Oh, Tag of the Clones. Fuck off. Yeah. That's so, wait, then Rise of Skywalker, then Attack of the Clones? You know, one and nine. It's easier to work yourself Ooh. one and nine and go to the middle. Whoa. Um, That's what I'm finding. Now, uh, okay. Return yeah, we, of the re, yep. Yeah. Rise, Rise of the follow. Jedi. I don't know where we are. Attack of the Clones is a. It's it's, it's a not man. good, dude. It's a garbage man. And the best part of it is there's like, the almost Count nothing Dooku good about fight at the like, end. It's so it's fucking fast and terrible. It's garbage movie. And thanks for introducing me to Baby Boba Fett. Like, I give a shit. By the way. Holding his dad's. Yeah. Holding Like, I give a shit. By the way. Nobody cares. I don't care about the things I love. I care about the things I love. I don't care what they care So, number eight. You guys riff. No, it's your turn, bro. Number eight, Rise of the Jedi. Rise of the Jedi is not a thing. Whatever the fuck it was. Rise of the fucking Skywalker. Um, That's nine. And then, uh, no, that was number eight. That was number nine. Rise of Skywalker. Attack of the Clones is the worst Star Wars movie ever made. I mean, it's so fucking bad, dude. No, yeah, it's awful. And Attack you know of the Clones is so I said that, bad. I, I said that it made Attack. I said it's that Rise. So bad. I was so hurt by Rise of Skywalker that I said originally Attack. It made Attack of the Clones look like Francis Ford Coppola made it in the seventies. Yeah. Like, and then I take that back. That is definitely the worst one. No, we were definitely riffing sure. on that uh, while we were watching this movie, and I think I said uh, <laughs> that that this movie makes. Attack of the Clones look like Dr. Shivago. Yeah, you said looks like this makes Attack of the Clones look like Dr. fucking Shivago. No, you literally said that. You literally yeah. said yeah. that. So and Aaron, I stuck with it. Aaron, break down your top. Give, obviously, us your, give me your nine. Obviously, if it's easier for you to do it by numbers. No, no, no. Obviously, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go one and nine first and work myself back to the middle. Okay. One Empire, obviously. Nine Attack of the Clones, and now let's talk about the middle. Okay. Yeah, um, the I big the big thing that I have is Jedi meant more to me only because it was so impactful. Yeah, yeah, and that um, was the first one um, I saw. Same and thing they had so many like yeah. mo- they had even though it wasn't the best Star Wars movie, there were so many moments that were so i, I-, I- iconic. Like the the initial like fucking um, fucking hut and and just there were so many moments that meant so much within that. I'm not gonna put that at number two, but I'm gonna put that at, at number three. So I'm gonna go New Hope only for getting up everything. Three being Jedi. Four honestly the same for the first three for all of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah those the, the same same. Um, honestly, four through fucking eight. Like interchangeable choice, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I liked, I liked 
But Rise um, of Skywalker way down near the bottom, right? I mean, you... <laughs> Rise of Skywalker... You do realize that you just created six fucking timelines. I know I did it. <laughs> Fuck. Dude, I went full Ant-Man. God, dude. I hope I end up in the good timeline. Yeah, right, right. Sorry, dude. dude no. No. Uh, by the way, Sorry, I've already been there. Is that there the one where I have there. no meetings with management over <laughs> yeah, cancer? Yeah. Related it's insults? So bad, dude. The only The only eight I would put... Yeah, like if I'm gonna work myself, you got to do this like almost from both sides. Yeah, the prequel thing is hard, dude. Um, but uh, it's salient. You got to do it. I think Revenge of the Sith is a solid like out of nine, maybe five or six, and then you've got like it's, it's so difficult. But episode one, to Attack those, of the Cl- and episode Sith two, and episode is easily nine, the best. Fucking I think. Oh, yeah. See, this is this I is. Mean, this, I never argued that. This is I just what think it sucks. I though. think we approach it the wrong way. It's not one through nine. It's what's the best and what's the worth, and you you work yourself backwards to it. One, we all know what it is. Nine, we all know what it is. And then going backwards, I think people shit on uh, Return of the Jedi more than they need to. I think that could possibly be a two for me. I like that. Only because the iconoclastic moments I in that movie. I think stick with it. Um, that's just me. And New Hope, if you were a new Star Wars watcher, like if I showed my daughter one through nine in a row, mm-hmm. she would probably like Jedi more than fucking New Hope. Just yep. saying. No um, question. New Hope's slow. It's slow, mm-hmm. man. Can we it's be honest? Very slow. Sith, it's slow. It's a fucking opera. That was it's a that like was the, the one moments they took that the are amazing seriously. in that movie are amazing. That yeah, one's the one but that it takes slow, an hour to get there. Very yeah. slow. But it takes it's an hour to get there. Yeah, Dude, forever. Iconic. But you open Jedi. You open Jedi with Jabba the Hut. That's your open. Yeah. That scene oh, was yeah. your open, which started everything. Luke's just showing oh up. Oh, my God. Showing up. Yeah, dude. He did the what droid thing. How how big was the droid thing? <laughs> These droids. Yeah, dude, please. So, oh, God. You just reminded me of, I love that fucking part of The Rise of Skywalker, where she's like, let us buy. Oh, was she like, call back. What's up, call guys? Back. What's up, so, guys? So, so good to have you here. That was worse, hilarious. Clones being worse. Empire being best. I see, and I think more importantly, this last one is going to fall like seven-ish. Mm. Um, not for it, me. It's but not like, the worst just, one. Just like, but I will say, like Sith is better. Um, I yes. think. I think. Um, I think Sith is better than this one. Yeah. Well, from at least from it a context. Fits, at least it Fuck fits. Yeah, well, it because they had a whole cohesive story written out. Yes. If you listen to Lucas. They had a direction. Ago, and that's the problem we have with this movie, guys. Yeah. You guys have been listening to us pivot. bark on about this for the an hour. For two but, what I'm saying, but what I'm saying is the problem we have with this movie is not that it didn't have cool saber scenes and it didn't have cool this or cool that. It's the for fact structure. that there was a story and it's it was going somewhere. Movie. And it made sense. It didn't go anywhere, and they were just catching up and tying knots that were yeah. unraveled. It's not the a entire movie. fucking thing. All right. And that's a point. I'm not going to go further. So, this what, is our what last is, podcast. What is, what is of the, the year. name of. Uh, I'm going to let you do this. You're so hammered, Bobby. I don't think I'm going to let you talk. I'm going to talk. <laughs> no, Bobby's talking. What is the name of uh, the first Star Wars movie we all saw? It was called The New Hope. Yeah. That every the world, yeah. Well, no, it wasn't called a New Hope until they decided that there it was, was that just was Star Wars four. for Jesus a long Christ. time. Yeah. But anyways, we all know it's the New Hope. Yeah. So, yes. Oh, that's just, what's your New Hope? 
the point that I'm trying to make is like this movie failed in a sense of spirit. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed, man. The spirit of Star Wars was lost in yes, this fucking sir. movie. Amen. And they hid it behind magic tricks and like MacGuffins. Fuck you, you're fan right. service. If, MacGuffins. If Ricky J was it. alive. He should have been in this fucking movie. Yeah, because he because there was a he could have been doing tricks. fucking card tricks. There was yeah. a lot of card tricks. This movie homie. did not make sense. You're right. They were playing games mm-hmm. with all of us. Abrams played games. What was the other fucking guy? Terrio? Terrio. Terrio writing yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. They played games with us. Hey, it'd be cool. Let's just get a shout out Ewoks here. You know yeah. what else would be cool? Let's give fucking yeah. Chewie the medal that he never got in the beginning. Hey, was... what's the main story arc, though? How are we getting from A to B? Ah, don't fucking worry about that. Hey, did I show you this fucking dagger I drew? Kids are going to eat this shit up during yeah. the holiday season. Exactly. And and you ran over about eight things that were totally fucking important, and then you, I'm glad yeah. you said. Oh, them. hey, by the way, remember the Knights of Ren they talked about in the first movie? That we didn't see nothing? him, and we didn't see him in the second movie. And then all we see is str- is fucking sweeping drone footage of them. And then oh my god, he's gonna have an epic battle with Kylo Ren. We see two moves in that battle, and then we Kylo will just show up almost dead later on without seeing any of that dope ass shit. Look, they took they they they. They grabbed Ugh. what they could. They had to compress it into a movie. Knights of Ren, I was so They ran about. over a lot Have of the cannon. Have you ever been manipulated for 42 years? Because that's what I feel like we kind of fucking did. Which is shitty. This because was a weird that's not what 42 they, year manipulation. That's not what they intended, Bobby. Of people that like, and of course not. To run around in a circle and not the, go anywhere? Not actually do anything? I know that J.J. Abrams is a smart, intelligent, uh, I think he keeps his shit too. I, yeah. I have I like a lot of J.J. Abrams films. Yeah. yeah, but who knows? Maybe he maybe but he dude, had, didn't have a lot to do with certain things because this, I agree. What they did here was a betrayal. Right, it, that's what it and, felt like and to me. What we walked out saying was insulting. Mm-hmm. It was where insulting. you're treating me like an idiot, like I'm not going to pay attention, like I don't care. Yeah. You just want to see I, their I, flashing lights and hit all my little nerves. Yeah, man. Hit and all that's my cool. That's points. cool yeah. that you're going to get your billions and your, people are going to like it. And it wasn't a bad movie, JJ. It wasn't. So, we have a pearls of wisdom kind of thing. Yeah, this is our last. We are going to do our pearls of wisdom after this. For the end of the year, what, what time are we actually? Can I actually? It doesn't th- matter what time we are. Can I Let's throw it on? Can I throw it on a gauntlet? Sure, sure. Pearls of wisdom. We're talking Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Mine's not going to be about Star Wars. You're a filmmaker. Yeah. Arguable. You're Have a you film ever seen one of those I films? make sure... You're a yeah. film lover. I, I film edit lover. and shoot videos for social media. If, I mean, here's... So, like, there's this thing that happens every year with, like, the NFL where we, we choose Pro Bowl players or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the the argument is like, well, okay, so... Never heard of it. Who the fuck would you take out? So, let's say we take out J.J. Abrams out of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Who directs your next Star Wars? Edgar Wright. Nah, he might not fit in right. Perfect. You think about how awesome they are, but that's another. <laughs> that you're talking about a guy who's even more of a nerdy fan and would do more not fan service shit than JJ. Edgar Wright would have fucked Bobby's it up worse so than JJ. Mad. Bobby's so you're mad. Like, yeah. No, he wouldn't have. That's not my question. Who the fuck do you think? Who do you want? Who's out there? Who's out there to make us? I want Wars somebody movie? who doesn't give a fuck about Star Wars to make these movies. I want someone who's like, eh, but I want to tell a really good story around Star Wars. I don't. I want that. I don't want JJ. Who I don't want fans making this fucking movie because look what just happened. We got a giant fan service nightmare. No, we didn't. This was all predicated on the fact of Ryan Johnson. 
Ryan Johnson also is a huge. I'm fucking not saying singer, that he made a bad movie. What I'm saying is like you can't just hand the fucking cannon over to somebody who doesn't give a shit. Who do I give it to? I know it's a tough one. Like honestly, it's I very would give tough. It. Like there's you know part, who I give it to? Part of me that gives for a, a movie Johnson, for a movie. He's already proved himself by making the best Star Wars content we've seen in the last ten years. I say John Favreau. Fucking John Favreau makes a fucking movie. Thank you. Have him. That guy just doesn't. That guy just shits gold. How about we hand the whole thing off to Favreau and fucking shut up? All right. Yeah. So for my pearl wisdom, like, what if John Favreau's just the Kevin Feige? Yeah, there you go. And he's the Overlord. Are you fucking seriously Dude, telling me that Edgar Wright can't make a fucking Star Wars movie? Thank you. Fuck off. No, Thank but you. this is the problem. Edgar fuck Wright off. wants to make whatever the fuck he wants. Edgar Wright was he's, handed Ant-Man and couldn't deal with the... His no. creative differences. Yeah. He had to leave. He couldn't no. even handle Ant Man. He's that gonna... doesn't make him wrong for the job. Yeah. He was dead to fucking Marvel because he wasn't playing ball. Yeah. But that doesn't. So was Ryan Johnson. They killed him. Yeah, but not until after the movie came yes. out and there was a review. They did bomb. kill him. You know what I'm saying, though? No, but they did kill Edgar him. Wright, are you shitting me? Technically, know. as good a filmmaker as there is. No, he's great a filmmaker, but I don't see him that would be making so a Star Wars satisfying. movie. satisfying. you got to well, remember what the first fucking... I think okay. he and John Favreau would be in a movie. you got to remember what the first three Star Wars were. And the first three Star Wars were comedy and heartfelt and these weird little inner fucking communications between the characters, and that's what Edgar Wright does. Yes. He makes you want yeah. to be involved in the universe, <laughs> and it doesn't. It has nothing to do with canon or anything. He knows how two characters interact with each other and then makes you care about the interaction. He has a fucking gift for that, man. And who is uh, Peyton... Peyton Reed. Peyton Reed. I mean... Even in the interviews that I've seen, like he even said, like I kept a lot mm-hmm. of this Edgar Wright shit. Like, like you know what I mean? Like Edgar was gonna, he's the best filmmaker I've seen come out in the last twenty years. By the way, Scott I mean, his made, movies are great, but come on, dude. Like, Scott made <laughs> look at, Scott made their hard seltzer. Okay, like Scott's made their hard seltzer. <laughs> who's the best filmmaker in the last twenty years? Quentin Tarantino is the best filmmaker in the last 20 years, hands down. Okay, so that started 25 years ago. That's okay. fine. I'll, t- I'll give you Quentin yeah. Tarantino. Edgar Wright's movies are great and they're fun, but at no point do I ever think he belongs on the Mount Rushmore, even if there's 10 faces on there of directors. Wow. <laughs> like, come we on. Just, For all the work he's done. We just departed so hard. Yeah, I think you're wrong on that one, I mean, too. that guy's I, I don't Mount think Rushmore. he's top five. He's one of the best and there the chair went. The chair went. That was God telling you Everybody you're wrong about the Edgar chair went. <laughs> Wow. That was awesome, by should the way. Should we wrap on that? No, what? we should. We got to do our clutch of pearls of yeah, wisdom. we got to do our clutch what of pearls of wisdom. What was your pearl of wisdom? Was it um, Edgar Wright? Edgar Wright should, should fucking Excellent. run Star Wars. Aaron, what's your last From here to eternity. clutch of pearls of wisdom for the year for our audience before uh, they... By the way, um, Ska's hard seltzer should be called Helter Seltzer. Uh, but they're not smart enough to do that. Um, <laughs> just saying. Um, I, I, yeah, Bobby, the whole chair just blew out. I mean, that fucking thing blew out. That was awesome. Yeah. Um, what if was, I was sitting on that thing, that thing would be splinters right now. No, it would actually, I don't know why there's explosives I mean, in the chair, but it would have exploded. I mean, it kind of exploded. I'm sorry for giving you an antique chair, Bobby. <laughs> um... Wow, Clutch of Pearls 2019. This has been a weird transitional year for a lot of people. We're getting into an election year. 
Yeah. Um, which which seems to be bad for spending for people. Um, don't be scared. I guarantee you it'll be the same thing next year in most regards outside of the Your hot- actual lives aren't going to change that much, no matter how much you want to get angry about anything. The hotter places will get hotter and the colder places will get colder. We all know this. And I'm not telling you about warming or anything, but uh, what I will say is more than ever, um, take care of your fam fam, man. Keep your loved ones as close as possible and keep your enemies. Don't keep them closer. Keep them away from you, man. Keep all that love as close to you as possible. Keep all that hate as far away. That old paradigm of keep your enemies closer, that Sun Tzu shit. How about we just flip the script on that? Keep them as far away as possible because I guarantee they can't affect you. Keep your loved ones as close as possible and keep your hated ones as far as possible going forward. Sean. So my end of the year clutch of pearls of wisdom is something that uh, was taught to me by my cellmate Slade, who always told me it's better to give than receive, which I learned the hard way. Uh, Very, very hard way. Um, So your Christmas gifts are $25 gift cards to Star Liquors, gentlemen. Oh. It's better to give than to receive. You got to take care of the guys. You got to take care of the Look at the Bubsy, dude. And that's what I like to say. Sean's I love this dude. season because I loved giving shit to people. And when I was a kid, I fucking loved getting shit. But this year, if I've learned anything from this year, is that I find it so rewarding to do everything I can for people and to help people when I can. Fuck and yeah, sure, dude. I may seem like an angry, and I am angry, and I go zero to 100, and I will tell you to your face that I want your mom to die slowly in front of you because I'm that type of person. But then five minutes later, we're going to be hugging and I'm going to be like, I didn't really mean that shit. I just say outlandish things for comedic effect and also as a defense mechanism because I'm fragile on the Sean, Sean has, so. <laughs> every time I've ever asked Sean for anything, he's stepped up and been uh No, don't. I didn't friend. do this so that you yeah. can fucking suck my cock. Yeah. Well, that's not happening. But it's better to give than receive. Hook your friends, hook your family up, do whatever yeah. you can for people. And if you don't have money, that doesn't fucking matter. Go to someone's house and clean it. Like go out, like clean someone's house who's uh, might be disabled or something. For right. someone who has right. trouble getting around, you can find something to do for people. Do something nice for somebody. It'll really make you fucking. I feel like I'm giving Bill Murray's speech at the end of Scrooge. <laughs> and if you get it, then you're gonna fucking want that feeling forever. <laughs> Durango. Making it worse!